0: Welcome in everybody to the Power Option Podcast. Just running the damn ball from west to east here again uh, for talk uh, with you guys to talk about Week Twelve. Garrett, how are you?
1: Oh man, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Uh, we are down to the last full weekend of college football for the year. Uh, Always a sad season's time. Been building, I know, but season's been building to what could be a very interesting end of the year. Or what's nice is if the end of the year isn't interesting because all of the undefeated teams win, then we're going to have a really good playoff of four undefeated teams from different conferences playing each other. So either way, either Chaos wins and it's wacky in the last year or... Chalk wins, and we have just an absolute powerhouse of final two games.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I kind of think we're gonna get a mix of both of those things. I think, I think the, the championship games are gonna be well. The what happens this week? Cause we'll have some some pretty good games. Um, coming up this Saturday but but when we get to the championship games and everything I think we're going to get a wash of about 50% of them are going to be crazy and the other 50% are going to be what we thought and then that's going to still equal a pretty crazy playoff which is nice this is the first maybe not the first year overall that I feel like we've had a really even top 4 as we got into this place but if if it isn't if it isn't it's got to be tied for number 1 like this year has been the most close, I think, over the course. Like, there's not really a runaway team at this point.
1: Yeah, and because because the very best teams have not played great schedules, and the teams that have played pretty good schedules haven't looked amazing. Right. <clears throat> so that's your counterbalance, I think, which is the way it's going to be a lot, which is why you, know, you have a playoff at the end. Uh, right. Because that's what the problem was pre-playoffs and stuff is that you wouldn't have an opportunity to really separate these teams. You just have to go, okay, this one school gets to be the one. Right. You just decided. So. Yeah, it's, good that, we, it's but, good
0: that even though we're picking, we're still in the picking situation, although it's not a computer um, or something like that. Like, it's still, it's, yeah, the playoff, there's a beauty in in, a, in the end of a season playoff. And, and we could obviously talk about this for, for a day so we don't have to get into the whole thing. But yeah, I think that there's, in, in to bring in another sport in, in soccer, um, across the pond, they really do a round robin. They really care about a round robin, like they. That's really what define what helps them define the championship, and and they care just as much about that as they do about a tournament. Both things go hand in hand. Where I feel like here in the states, we you know we care about who wins the regular season, who's the conference champion, who's that kind of thing. But really, what we define as, as who's the best is is what's happening in a playoff. So and and I always like I always like the playoff, obviously because we we grew up in that situation. But I think for especially for for to use it as a yeah as a springboard for this year, it's like it's like we we really get to understand what these teams are made of come come that playoff time, and we don't have to guess which is it's which is a nice thing for football particularly,
1: yeah, the problem is the our sports are either not either too they're either too big, so it's like you can't play enough football to play every team twice like you can right. in the Premier League, right you right. can't play. But you can play enough basketball and baseball, if you wanted to, right. to just split it out amongst every team and decide, hey, we're going to have the best team win, but it's too late. Like, we we already were in a... Playoff atmosphere that people just wouldn't probably accept.
0: Right, right. Yeah, we're, we're kind of locked in at this point. That, that's how we define yeah, it. They, too, the yeah, they wouldn't accept so. it
1: for basketball and baseball and hockey. They they might accept yeah. it for football if you could do it. If football wasn't the game of football, and you said, hey, in the NFL, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna contract down to twenty two teams or something, right? The other problem is you got too many teams. It's right. much harder to do that with thirty plus teams. Uh, but if you just said, hey, look, we're, every, team's gonna every team is going to play every team twice. Every individual game is going to matter so much because the team with the most win, you know, because th- there's no, going to be no ties. So the team with the most wins at the end. You know, then you just do a separator by point differential. That team wins. Right. Right. right? And that would be weird. I think people would probably be okay with it. But you lose the spectacle of the Super Bowl. Like it's your marketing teams that don't have the one surefire televised game. Right. That you can build up to. That's really going to be the problem. You know, like baseball is TV. Baseball is TV. Fell off so bad this year that they'd probably be looking for something weird, like a, like some kind of weird thing to, to change the way that numbers work. But every other sport, the championship is still so valuable that I don't know that they can get away with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can I mean, that's how we, that's how we have this, the conversation of who's the greatest of all time and those things. It's always, it's always shrouded around championships and and how they're won. And part of that is, I mean, the, even the reason I think for a guy like. Maybe a guy like Eli Manning, who I don't think springs to mind when people talk about the greatest of all time. I think he gets he gets put into a much higher category because he won in you know he won the the playoff even though he won it in a pretty yeah, and he won the I mean he won more than once but but the way in which he won the first one I think it was the first one when they were when they were the the. Worst seed. It's like to do that. Like we, uh, there's the conversation around him gets boosted because he did this this feat. Even though realistically, were those giants, you know, by the standards of the full season, were they really the best team? Uh, you know they won the championship, so yes, but also were they not? So, anyways, but it's, it's an interesting conversation. I'm, I'm thankful that we're we're ha- we're allowed to have this conversation now. We're not just wishing it was going to happen like in the BCS days, but um, right. so this year. And this it was year, rough, nice. oh, man.
1: Oh man, just the, I like, it was like yeah, like in the ni- early '90s when I was really starting to pay attention because I'd liked college football in the late '80s, but I wasn't really paying attention until probably 92 mm-hmm. like the 91 season of washington miami i'd heard about it was on the peripheral i knew like i i remember colorado being michigan in 90 the year they won i remember the 89 team but i wasn't really paying a lot of attention mm-hmm. um you know i wasn't really super focused and so it wasn't until like the 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 90s that I was paying attention and then I saw the 94 and 95 Nebraska Cornhuskers which were my favorite team of all time of all time and that's when I was like oh this is nuts but but at first it was like okay you can still feel fairly comfortable you're getting the best team picked for the most part because the team's going to be picked it's going to come out of a great conference and have two or three really good games they'll have to play somebody decent in a bowl game but you always have those times like 97 Michigan and Nebraska. It sucks that they didn't play each other. It mm, sucks. Yeah, like like that sucks, right? right. Two thousand and three LSU and Southern Cal, like you talked about. Like even though that was a BCS year, but it was just a BCS year, so they still didn't guarantee any two teams that were going to get picked play each other. And right. so it's just like we'll never have that again. Um, well, I shouldn't say never. There could be a possibility this year where let's say that a calamity happens and the four like they have six teams that are that are one loss and the one that doesn't get picked people think they're the best team like i don't know georgia doesn't get picked or alabama doesn't get picked for it but because they'll still have to play two other really good teams i don't think there's any way that that other team will be picked over them because it goes to a bowl game the bowl game just doesn't matter so i don't think it's ever going to happen because it won't happen when you go to 12 like if you if you if you're not a team that wins that 12 game tournament you did not deserve the national championship it's just the way it's going to
0: Right, right, and that 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 feels better, you know. And that's, right. and again, I agree. I think that's that's our our sensibilities, you know. That's the that's of the, course that's the way we've we've been brought up to accept it. But yeah, just yeah, you know, it's good. And I and I just after living throughout the BCS, it just even if you even if you were somebody, I I mean I can't guarantee this, but I would I would love to talk to uh, uh, somebody from England, somebody from you know Europe. Um, where they really respect the round robin to come here and then have them get into college football and then and I wish I mean I can't this is a perfect scenario that can never happen but I wish I could have them just show them what happened in the BCS show them what's going on with college football and and be like what what do you think about these because I I, I assume that they would feel similarly I mean obviously I'd be telling them very biasly but but it's I it would be interesting to see somebody who has who's without the the need for a tournament, even though they still have very big tournaments, and they really still and they still have a lot of silverware in in sports like oh, yeah. that. But but still, like for somebody who who cares just as much about the regular season as as the championship, as the other tournament champions, like like to see how they define that w- would be interesting. But I think it still comes down to it's just it's just weird that that a, that somebody could get picked into the championship game. I, I think that that's always been the college football problem and, and i think one that we're right. we're figuring out
1: now yeah at yeah. least i hope i agree yeah i think so and, and look we've talked about it but i would trade i don't have a problem trading the value of some regular season games to have valuable games in a playoff at the end of the season right right where right. you definitely have conference crossover you definitely know you're going to be playing a really quality team i'm okay with that I yeah like, me so. too Uh, Let's go through the college football rankings real quick. We didn't do it last week. I want to get to it because it's interesting. So I want to talk about them before we start. I'm just going to run through them. I'm going to run through the top ten with purpose and slowly, and then I'll just kind of go through the rest of them a little quicker. But I think the top ten is interesting. We have Georgia at number one. Perfectly fine. I think it's pretty even to say between Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan – I think really, I think the consensus is between Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan, that's your best team in the country. And however you rotate them, it doesn't matter that much, right? I agree. Yeah. Um, we've got Ohio State and Michigan, they're playing each other, right? Obviously, the winner of Ohio State Michigan is going to move to number one unless it's a 3 to 0 game or something. I mean, no, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that.
0: Yeah, but I think I think I think regardless that that's who should that's who will be the one. That's the, that's the final right. definition for as far as games played against other opponents, that's the most hefty one that anybody's had.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be as big of a win as going to be as big of a win as Texas over Alabama is another one we've got there. Um, and as big of a win as Washington over Oregon. Yeah. right now but I think it's still biggest I think it's big if this especially late in the season they always count more definitely the if they count they count more late in the season there's a lot of games that should count that or not should but a lot of games that you think would count but they don't late in the season because both teams can still go but in this case this is a late in the season game that matters because it's not guaranteed that both teams have a shot of going so right um, so then you've got so you've got the winner of that now the question is going to be does the loser of that stay ahead of Washington and Florida State if both of those teams win. I would imagine they don't. No. and they going to be Georgia, the winner of that game, Washington beating Washington State, Florida beating Florida State? I think that, that they all stay up. Uh, if they get blown out, if Ohio State or Michigan gets blown out, then maybe they fall even under Oregon if Oregon beats Oregon State.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Right? If it's a real ugly game, I could I could see – if it looks like Arizona, Utah, or something,
1: right? Like, the, yeah. like
0: that game, like the game that happened this weekend. Like then I could see you know Ohio State or Michigan floating down past five. Um, but yeah. but outside of that, I, it would be hard. I mean, I think I think as long as Florida State wins out, wins a championship, they're good. Washington, same thing. Georgia, same thing. And then I think all I think all three of them deserve to be there. And then the the one of the two, assuming that assuming that they also win the championship game, the Big Ten championship game, whoever is the Ohio State-Michigan winner um, also deserves to be there. But if for some reason the Ohio State-Michigan winner wins against whoever and then loses in the Big Ten championship game, I don't think it's a lock that Oregon jumps them or something like that. But that makes things very interesting. I don't think it's going to happen just because the other side of the Big Ten is is Iowa just playing defense, but still – it would be an interesting, that would be the craziest version of this, I think. And then the georgia yeah, look, Oregon, situation is kind of there too.
1: Yeah, if Oregon beats Washington and uh, Ohio State and Michigan both have one loss because one of them beat the other one and then that first team lost to Iowa in the championship game, I was a good, and that's not like I was a bad team. No. right? I was a good team. Yeah. Right, so in the same as if Georgia loses to Alabama, right? It's like, yeah, that's a good team. So then nothing is guaranteed. I think event, I think at that point somebody's just gonna pick, and the committee's gonna pick somebody, and it won't make everybody happy. Right. Because it'll, be, it'll be it'll be impossible. Yeah. To separate those teams. Yeah, yeah. And, right? and it just and, be impossible. And if we get into and you know for
0: to to give the the committee a break like to get so into the weeds as to to say that whoever the fourth team is that makes it in there outside inside of all of that craziness like like that can be the best team of, of course i would like to for us to just be in the 12 team playoff this year and then it wouldn't matter and then we would know just by who played the games but it, sure. It, it, you know for the sake of the four like it doesn't really matter who that fourth is because we can let the games decide at that point and if they it right. could be like the year that Michigan State got in you know they snuck in and it was like everybody was like what are you doing it's Michigan State why are they in here right. like this is ridiculous yeah. and then they got blown out too and then we we're like well that's double but but there wasn't there was probably as equivalent of an argument for the other teams that were not Michigan state that were at that range to get in the fourth and they probably still get blown out too. So it didn't really matter. And so I think for this, even though, even though this year it's much closer and these teams are much better than that, than that year I'm talking about with Michigan state, it will be unfortunate if somebody, you know, one of these good teams misses, but like the backups being right now being Florida state, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, um, Louisville, I mean, Mizzou's in there, right. but they can't play in the Big Ten, Big Twelve. Yeah, Louisville, and then I don't know who else, uh, whoever. Play, you know, it's yeah, like it does at that yeah, point it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. But but my point mm-hmm. is, all yeah. of those are all of those teams are 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 good are as good as any of the other ones to get in, and I would be okay with any of them falling in. You know.
1: Yeah, it's unlikely that you're not going to have the team the that you're not going to have two teams that are that should be in the playoff, right? right? And, and that's the deal is ultimately it used to be that when you had, when you only get picked from two teams, there's a chance that one of those teams is wrong, right? And that's a problem, uh, not a problem, but more of a problem. <clears throat> um, but when you're picking four teams, then it's more likely that three of the four or two of the four Will be the most deserving to be in there. And as long as you have two of the four teams that are most deserving in a four team playoff, then it means that the other two teams beat two of those four teams to get to the championship, which means that they'll be the most deserving. Yeah. So I think it's fine. Yeah, I think then, you know, yeah, it means that probably there's a team that's left out that could be one of the most deserving, but there's no chance you're going to be able to pick the most deserving every time if you have if you have four or five teams with an equal enough resume. Just right. Think,
0: yeah. right, right. And then and this is last year. We have to worry about this conversation too, which is also, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe there'll be it's, a, it's, a little bit of this, but it won't be like this.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to deal with some seating, you know, yeah. a little bit of seating um, stuff. That's really going to be, the, that's really going to be where the big conversation is seating. And then you're, you know who's going to be last, first team in? You know first team in, first team out. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a little bit of the March Madness talk yeah. to it. Like, okay, these teams are playing. These teams. This will be a better, better win for this team. worse win for this team. Which, which again, I think is going to add some games that m- will matter a little bit more than they used to because it's just like, hey, Tulane's got a, uh, you know, Tulane's got a good game against this person. Maybe Tulane. Is it's having a rare year where they could be an 11 seed instead of a 12. And then it's just like, okay, well, we've got the, the third team in the Big Ten. They're playing for nine or eight or whatever. Right, know? right. Anyway, that's going to be its own thing that we'll get to dive into then. But now uh, we went through the top ten. Uh, it was Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Louisville. I, w- I will say the other thing I want to say uh, about these teams is that Louisville and and Texas – have the worst two losses of those. And they're not bad losses. (sighs) Uh, Louisville has a loss to Notre Dame. Or to, no, no, sorry. I forgot that they beat Notre Dame. No, Louisville has the worst loss. They've got that loss to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. That's that's That puts them out. Yeah, they're pretty much that puts them out. Uh, even though they have a win against Notre Dame and they'll have a win against Florida State, they'll have a good resume. But that's the worst. Loss. Yeah,
0: you can't. So that's the, yeah, I think that that's too that's too much. Like the ACC is just not yeah. playing in the playoff if that happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alabama's loss is Texas. Texas's yeah. loss is Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Oregon's loss is Michigan. Oh, Washington. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, Washington, sorry, Washington. Yeah. And then Michigan State, Iowa, Ohio State's loss is probably going to be to Each themselves right. and or Iowa, and that's not as bad as Louisville either. So. No, not at uh, But you've got Penn State at 11, Ole Miss at 12, Oklahoma at 13, LSU at 14, Arizona at 15. Really notable, mm. the season that they ended up having um, this year, even if they don't win the big rivalry game. Uh Oregon State at 16, Iowa 17, Notre Dame 18, Kansas State 19, Oklahoma State 20, Tennessee 21, NC State 22, Tulane 23, Clemson 24, Liberty 25. Like, I'm always a little surprised when I'm just like, oh, Clemson's ranked, but it's like, yeah, you can't have, you're going to have four lost teams in the top 25. You're going to have three lost teams hanging around the middle to the top. And that's okay. And again, I wouldn't have a problem if a three loss team steals a 12th seed because there's a bunch of three loss teams and then they win out and they are the national champion that year. I won't have a problem with that.
0: No. That'll be fine. No, because, yeah, because that means... Because they they would have had even in the 12 team up to 12 team playoff situation, like if you come in as a three loss and then you win, like you still had to run a pretty big gauntlet in the month of December and January to be able to yeah. do that. So like it will, if you've developed as we've, as we've stated uh, many times before, like in a Utah scenario, like Utah is in previous years has looked really really good at the end of the year so much so good that we right. thought that they could have been in the playoff but they just didn't they just had a bad loss at the beginning of the year or whatever right. it's like if you get one of those teams like i don't think lsu's that team this year but they're the first three loss that i get to maybe oregon state is a better one or arizona now that we're talking about all, all those are three losses that like if they snuck in you know and then they just beat everybody just because they were having a great a great month of december in january like i'm yeah that's that's the type of champion i want to have yeah, of, from an two
1: of, standpoint. Two of Arizona's losses were in overtime. Right. Like, right. they're not that far away. Right. Like, they got, they got beaten by Washington. Like, that's a solid loss to Washington. But and they didn't, get, they
0: didn't get handled. Like, I was there at that game. They didn't game. get handled. At the beginning, it was Penix just doing what he wanted, but, like, they, they were around.
1: Yeah, but here's the deal that's a, that's a loss to a top four team. Right. Right, two overtime losses. Now the USC lo- the problem is that U- it's a Mississippi State and USC loss, right? Right, Both they're not so great losses. Right. But then, but then since then they've beaten Washington State, who's not as good as they their record was at the you know their ranking was at the time. Oregon right. State, very good team. Very good. UCLA, good team. Right. Utah, good team. Yep. Like they've earned their spot in the middle. And if things shook out and they found themselves at the at the neck of a playoff spot and got it, then they win. Well, then they have to play. The highest ranked, one of the four highest ranked conference champions. So that means they definitely will have a quality win at that point. Right, right, right. I'll have to have a, they'll have definitely have a quality win at that point. And then they'll have to play the team, you know, they'll have to play two more games. Right, they'll have that. They'll, they'll have the winner in that game is the semifinal, and then the championship. They'll, I'll, I won't have a problem. With it. No, Some people will, yeah. Like the Earth will, the, the the sports talk will be crazy when they have to talk about a three loss team being the, the champions. Uh, sports talk will pee themselves, right? With people like, well, this means that we got a bad. Just Twitter will will explode, but it's fine. <laughs> we, it's, we've already talked That's, about it too much. We uh, did great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the week that was uh, week 13 in college football.
0: Is it? No, 12. Uh, yeah, 12, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yes, it's yes. week 12. Yes, the, yes, my yes. pulldown is on 13 oh, word. for some reason, even though it's week 12. So I got me really confused. But you're right, week 12, because week 13 is what's coming. Uh, week 12, uh, the beginning of the... Uh, Week led to a Toledo win against Bowling Green. Toledo's ten and one, seven and zero in the MAC. I'm pretty sure they've clinched the championship. Where's my championship clinch page? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, But they're great.
0: They're on their side of the yeah, on their side because the only other the conference is Northern Illinois behind Toledo uh, at four and three, and they're Toledo's seven and zero. So like they're they're locked in for the West, and then they're gonna probably have to play Miami of Ohio. We think. Ninety-two Miami oh, of Ohio, yeah, which is just an interesting thing. I don't know if I've ever said those words in a sentence.
1: Yeah, look, Miami of Ohio has had a great year, um, t- but Toledo is like, like, like they're almost kind of scary um, with how they've they've dominated, kind of handled the MAC, undefeated in the MAC. Even though we knew they were going to be good at the beginning of the year, yeah. So this is one of those times when. It turns out that it turned out to be what it was, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, inside of a Mac, it ended that, up being with there. I think I've, I like I
0: watch quite a bit of Maction um, year over year, and but this has been I think a generally weaker Mac year I think than than maybe normal. Like the West really falls off. It's just kind of Toledo hanging out, and though and Ohio. Well, I think if Ohio was better, I say, I say better, and they were eight and three. I just thought that they would be the ones, um, and then we'd maybe make a switch, so maybe that's not the best definition. But I just I thought we were going to have a little bit more – I thought it was going to be closer to the Sun Belt, the MAC, than than it was this year. Um, so
1: I don't know. I think I've got to disagree. I think the MAC is pretty good. Northern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Ball State, and Central Michigan all had pretty decent years. Won at least three games in the conference. Even Western won three games in the conference, even though they only won four games in total. And the East has the three worst teams. In the conference, Buffalo Akron Kent State. But then they also have Bowling Green, Ohio, and Miami of Ohio. Yeah, like you, know you had to beat good yeah. teams to roll on out. So I think that the, the Mac was solid. All right. I'll, they were I'll, t- I'll take it. pretty
0: solid. I'll take it. I think as you as you as you reel that back, I think you're I think you're right. So and I'm excited, it's gonna be a good Mac championship. I'm excited for it. Um, Toledo's fun. Yeah, they agreed. Toledo just feels like a Mac team. Like it's just and I know, like yes. obviously <laughs> they do, but it's just they're so they're so Mac, and I love it. Like that's like what yeah. I, when I watch them. I just get that in my in my heart and soul. Like it's just it's just running around, throwing the ball a lot, doing whatever that that sort of pass, almost air raid style game. Like they're just doing everything. It's great.
1: Yeah, I think because there's so many games and we get to watch so much stuff, it doesn't get to have this feel. And I don't think anyone will. But I remember back in the day when like Northern Iowa made it to New Year's Six game. They're like undefeated. Oh, yeah. I remember too. Like that was awesome. Yeah. And Toledo. Is got a shot at it? If Tulane if Tulane falls off anywhere, and Liberty, Liberty just needs a loss. Soon as Liberty loses, they're gonna have to yank him off of there, right? And if Tulane gets a loss, Toledo's right there. Toledo's got a real shot at making the New Year's Six game, which would be incredible.
0: Yeah, with no, yeah, with the Sun Belt being what the like with James Madison being. Out of things, even though they lost, unfortunately, yeah. but like, but without them existing, like, yeah, that's a that's yeah. a real situation for Toledo. So kind of cool situation, yeah, real situation, cool, cool yep. uh, end of the year for them.
1: Yep. Uh, other notables: uh, Ohio beat Central Michigan at home, thirty-four to twenty. Miami of Ohio beat Buffalo, twenty-three to ten. And as we mentioned, it's going to be Miami of Ohio versus Toledo in the MAC championship game. <laughs> Uh, other notable things that happened, UTSA, with the big win against USF, 49-21, to 21, they are undefeated in the American. They are a really good, well-coached, cool, great team. The Sun Belt, as we mentioned, is crazy. And so that side of the Sun Belt has not been locked up yet. Um, but... Uh, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. You mean the American? wait.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just was so, so excited about the summer.
0: I know, <laughs> I know we talked about James uh, Madison. We just want to hop in. So excited, but, but no. you, are, you are. I mean, the. I mean, it looks like SMU probably gets to the champion. It's probably Tulane SMU, but UTSA has done. I want. I mean, from a conference standpoint, they've done everything in the, within their power to to say that they are. They've only looked. You know, one more game. Sc- you know, I had one more game problem than SMU has had, and that's not even in conference play. So it's a. I think what will happen is it'll be a two lane SMU conference championship game. But it's unfortunate because UTSA has been great and the, a team that I've been following Whoa. in the American all year.
1: Well, here's the deal. If UTSA beats Tulane, they play on Friday. Oh, oh yeah! Ooh. If UTSA oh, beats Tulane, we UTSA works. is we it. Get a UTSA doesn't beat Tulane. We get a it's, it's, we've, we've we've got eliminators. We've yeah. got actual conference eliminators, and the first one is on Friday, That's which cool. is super exciting. That's awesome. Um, for that to happen, and then we have Memphis Temple. I think I think the only other team that can, uh, yeah, the only other team that can get there. Is SMU. See so SMU plays uh, SMU plays Navy. So
0: No probably. If SMU
1: loses, then I think the loser of UTSA Two Lane, then you get to tiebreaker scenarios. Then yeah. it gets crazy. Yeah. But if SMU wins, and then the winner of two lane UTSA is in. That's so pretty great. yeah. We got some awesome eliminators, but we got that Friday Friday after you know, Black Friday. Eliminator in Tulane, super stoked. That's great. Super
0: stoked that is. That. I totally um, agree.
1: Yeah, but yeah, UTSA. What a cool season they've had. Uh, I preseason, I saw a lot of people picking them to win the conference. They mm-hmm. lost some games at a conference and they lost their luster. But then they came in the American and just said, "No, we we here still. We yeah. here still. Yeah,
0: we came to play. So yeah, yeah they're doing. A, you know, uh, the losses are unfortunate, but they're not." Terrible, I mean, You know, Tennessee. The Tennessee. It's Tennessee, Miami, or Tennessee Army in Houston. Which Army in Houston's not great, but it's early in the year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But and yeah, then Tennessee, but, whatever you were. That was probably going to happen no matter what. But, but yeah, everything yeah. else. I mean, they 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 decided they after that Tennessee game they said no more.
1: And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, and those games. I mean, they matter, but they don't. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. this paid. is what they're trying to do: is win this conference. Right. So. Right. Yeah, they did it. Uh, Washington State sets themselves up by if they win the the Big Apple Cup. The Apple Cup is Washington, Washington State, the Apple Cup. Yeah, that is, yes, yeah, that that's right. Big. Because Oregon, Oregon State is a civil, uh, civil, the civil war. war, no, the civil the war, the war, yeah, civil war. Yeah, the civil war, uh, but Washington State beats Colorado 56 to 14, and uh, it's so funny, it's so interesting how the mythos around Colorado has changed and changed and changed and changed mm-hmm. to where when they were 3 and 0. People, If you told everybody the moment they were 3-0 that they were going to be 4-7, and 7, I think people would be like, that's crazy. Yeah. Even though before they were 3-0, 100%. if you told people, most of us thought 4-7 and 7 would be great. They'd be stoked for 4-7. Right, 7. beginning
0: of the year, for sure. sure.
1: Yeah, what a weird, weird season for them. But Washington State salvages salvages something on a season that hasn't gone to plan, only 2-6 and six in the conference. Uh, but they pretty well handle a Colorado team that just can't get anything going offensively and it's kind of in a free fall and we'll see like there's a lot of talk about how Dion handles adversity because he hasn't had to coach with real adversity yet. Right. It's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, the, the 3-0 thing and then them being 4-7, and it's yeah, the, the hype I mean, they were, I mean, game day was was at Colorado. I have a, yep. I have a buddy who graduated from, from CU and she's been back she's been back to Boulder a couple of times since um, you know since all of this has happened and she's like looking at game price and she was like last year I could I could basically walk into the stadium and nobody yep. would even pat me down so it wasn't a big deal and then you know and she's like and this year it's 200 bucks and she, and she was there pretty recently a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. um, and they were still running 200 up when we've kind of sure. when, when the hype is really like kind of fizzled down sure. now obviously it closer to home they're they're feeling a lot better about it um, than anybody would I think be, so but it's just yeah it's really interesting that yeah to for for us to now be talking about them being four and seven and one and seven in the Pac-12, like that's really when we, prior to them beating TCU, that's what we thought. This is the season I was kind of expecting, yeah. And we were like, and yeah. it was going to be like, okay, it's fine. Maybe Dion, maybe Dion will, will snag a, fi- a five or six, and that would be pretty crazy. But he will probably get the four or whatever, just because Colorado F- was an FCS team effectively last year, and so. But yeah, the the it's that's so weird how the the dynamics. Can change so so much, you know, in college football. When you just don't have that many games to play, you really have to just deal with things week to week. And and now we've had so many, we've had enough weeks to be able to be like, oh yeah, Colorado is just Colorado. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, good win for Washington State at home. Michigan beats Maryland, uh, thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, Michigan didn't look great. Maryland didn't look great either. Michigan has just got more athletes. I think maybe maybe the lack of Harbaugh might have affected some situational coaching, but uh, maybe they were too emotional, not emotional enough, that, or just the better players just kind of did what they had to do. But it wasn't great. It wasn't a great performance by Michigan.
0: Yeah, it looks like, well, yeah, just kind of had to get rid of riddle the ball early. And then it looks like they – I didn't watch this game, but then Maryland just came in and they managed to – I think scoring their first drive, Uh, no field goal. But so they they were doing stuff. They they get the drive. They get the ball back in the in the first quarter, and then Maryland started rolling. But I think I'm. I think that this is to to put myself in Michigan's court here. I think, I think this is a good win for Michigan. It's not that scary to me because because this was this is one of those games that you really you were showing that the talent played four quarters and the guys that weren't as talented couldn't play four quarters, and that's why Michigan won, I think. And, like, that's, yeah. to, if you're going to be defined by something, be be a team who can play all four quarters, which not a ton of teams in college football year over year can do, and I think the teams that are really good can do that. I think that that's what happened here. And I, I and there was no point. I, I've i been a fan of Maryland throughout. I, I like the young Togo Vailoa. I think he's pretty good. I think that they had a little bit of a... A, a lesser year than I was than I was expecting, but from the conversations I've had with you, you you've seemed to really fluctuate around being you've kind of expected them to be what they are thus far. Um, it seems like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong there, but like if that is the case, you know, I think if, if, if Maryland is somewhere in the middle of us, then like this is an okay amount of points for them to get against a good Michigan team. I'm not I'm not shocked for them to kind of have a game like this, you know, even before the yeah. end of the
1: year. I mean, the deal with Maryland is there's always hope because they can get talent and things that they are, aren't this, but until they prove it probably more than once, I would assume they're this because this yeah. is what they've yeah. always been. For sure. This is what they always end up being with a fluctuation of plus or minus two games. Like, right. yeah, maybe this should have been an eight-win team, but maybe not, right? Like, right. you end up... Like, you kind of are what your record says you are at the end. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. definitely. Uh, Alabama blows out uh, Tennessee Chattanooga. Uh, a big, a big one that was that was in question late. And I watched this is Louisville thirty eight, Miami thirty one. Uh, there was a hail mary last play of the game where Miami was trying to tie it. They uh, caught it, but only on the on the five yard line. Um, there was a couple unsportsmanlike penalties on Maryland or excuse me on Miami when they were trying to uh, stop Louisville back towards their own end zone. They moved Louisville forward for a better punt, and then they had one on the punt return, so they moved themselves backwards, and they were out of time. Just a little bit of dumbness, a little bit of stupidity in the game. Miami had every chance of winning, and it's just an ugly win by a Louisville team that's it got a shot. If things work out crazy, they got a shot. The first-ever coach... Um, their Louisville coach, whose name escapes me, but he's the first ever coach to lead two teams to the conference championship game in two separate conferences in back-to-back years.
0: Where did he come from? Do you know?
1: He came from Purdue. Oh, he was wow. a quarterback uh, at my at Louisville for a long time, and then he went to Purdue to coach, and he had a great year in, in Louisville, uh, or a great year in Purdue, and so then they hired him. Um, and so he's a really good coach. And that's why I was telling you uh, Jeff Brom, that's yeah. why I was telling you from the beginning of the season that Jeff Brom and this Louisville team was going to be good because a lot of people said he's the guy and they've got the talent. And it was kind of quiet. And like, not everybody was saying it. Like, I think they were picked, like, eighth in the ACC um, yeah. preseason thing. But I, but I had a feeling, and it, it came true.
0: Yeah, I honestly – I remember when they started winning early, I – and – they had a win against. Um, they were. It was kind of tight. I remember. We, I think we talked about them earlier when it was tight against Indiana, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really. I was like, it's Louisville. I don't. I don't think they're going to be anything. They had another game, tight game against NC State. That I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. It's just a Louisville, a perfectly average Louisville team. But the fact that they sure. got those wins. And then from that point on, from the NC State game point until now, they've been just doing well, I mean, Pit uh, Pitts rough. Yeah, so that's seems un- rough. That's, that's unfortunate. But but other I mean out. Notre Dame, the Notre Dame win was, was super quality. Notre Dame has been good. Duke win is not as good now, but Duke is still a pretty solid sure. team. So and they've done everything that they yeah. should have um, to be able to be what they what they are. And they way they they were way better than I expected. I I, I would have bet. I'm pretty sure when we talked about it, I would have said Notre Dame was going to win this game. Win against Louisville. Uh, I would have thought Duke at the time was going to win against Louisville. I would have thought, um, and I would have thought this Miami game would have been would have been maybe Miami. I mean that's that's also just because I thought Miami was going to be better this year, but. But yeah, I think they've been a they've been overall way better um, than I had I had any business thinking. But I didn't realize about the coaching situation, so I'm excited about a future state Louisville. Like next year, do we get do we get Louisville at the at the Florida State level? I don't know if we're there there yet, but like that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, they'll at least be this good. Yeah. Um, Now they've got to deal with earth shaking additions of I shouldn't I shouldn't joke SMU who's Getting better getting decent and better yeah um, and then Stanford and Cal Cal is not as bad as they could be, have been right again I feel like, I feel like Cal I, I heard I saw the tea leaves about Cal not being the worst and so that was nice yeah um, so we'll see if that adjusts anything as they prepare for uh, Clemson and Florida State and maybe North Carolina to leave the conference at some point I think that's coming down the line, which is why they made those changes. Yeah. But for now, Louisville's in a really nice window. Yeah, so. that'll be good. Uh, Penn State beats Rutgers pretty handily, 27-6, to 9-2 Penn State. Having a good year, but I'm sure it doesn't feel that great because you wanted it to take a Michigan or Ohio State, but your offense just was bad. So. Yeah,
0: but for uh, for, for those to be your only two losses, well, well, that's not bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Ole Miss beats ULM, uh, 35 3 at home. They won the way they needed to. Uh, Oklahoma has to survive a BYU team by. By basically just making BYU turn the ball over, it was close. They had to score a fourth quarter touchdown to win. OU has kind of struggled at the end of the season, there, and uh, they're they're not looking great for if they if they make the conference championship game, which I think there's a forty three way tie or something. It's going to be you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's a Big It's nuts, not
1: guaranteed. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, they're tied right now. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, all six and two in conference. Uh, and then yeah some things so yeah it's not uh, it's not it's not locked in but I can't even if they even if they go which they may maybe um, and then they beat Texas like that's that is not that's not bad but they haven't looked they, I don't think they're gonna get that the the recent I don't think the recency bias is gonna is gonna help them from a committee standpoint I think the committee's gonna be like well I don't know what have you done for me lately and you know BYU with that in provo I even though I have a very I have a very weird relationship with their with their stadium just the, the, how there's some weird quips about it in the times that I've been there and I'm all and I've been a Utah fan most of my life so I'm I'm programmed and to hey, be windy yeah. and
1: cold and the seats suck.
0: Yeah, they suck and the stairs are weird but there's a bunch of things however the the BYU faithful come out and they can they can manage oh, yeah. to get that those bleachers those British are centered in a way that can get this team power to do something. So I'm I'm a little shocked that BYU couldn't get it done. I mean, I, BYU isn't isn't has not been awesome by any means this year. I mean, they're in the back half in the offensive EPA and in the back half of the nation in defensive EPA. So they've not been a great team overall. But I you know at at, at in Provo um, they can be dangerous. I mean, they they beat, they beat Cincinnati at home. They beat Texas Tech at home. Um, they almost they almost did this loss they, and then uh, uh, the other games were pretty easy at home. But
1: like they've been pretty good while while in Provo, so um, good. Yeah, they're two and six in conference. They're fine. I mean, they're not a bad team. They're not a pushover. It's no. not gonna. It's not an easy road trip. No, but, uh, but Oklahoma was uh, was point point one two in EPA versus BYU's like point, negative point one two. Like Oklahoma probably could have won the game. Bigger, so you survive, and you look. N- nobody's locked in. You would assume, well, you wouldn't assume if Texas loses to Texas Tech, considering all their other overtime, all their other overtime games and stuff. I don't know that I assume that they end up being the top team if they're in a four-way tie for two losses in the conference. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Big Twelve. I, w- I would like to
0: see. The- I would like yeah. to see the mix-up happen in the Big Twelve, but then not leave the Big Twelve because I don't give a shit about any of these teams playing in the playoff.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you have to worry. I don't think you have
0: to worry about. I it. don't think so either. But, um, but if there's if there's total just total bedlam all across the nation, you know, and then um and then Texas or Oklahoma because of whatever. It's not going to be Oklahoma, but but Texas manages to to eke their way in just because of insanity after they beat this potentially this not. This good but not great Oklahoma team, or an Oklahoma State or a Kansas State team, like I'd be fine to see the madness, but I don't want to. I don't want to see it anywhere else other than there.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Shut up, shut up. I got to talk about this. This is very. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, sorry. Okay,
1: here are the scenarios for the team that's going to make it to the Big Twelve, the Dr Pepper Big Twelve Football Championship. Okay, here's the scenarios. Okay, Texas clinches the number one seed. They'll be the home. Te- they'll be the home team uh, with a win over Texas Tech. They clinch. Uh, Oklahoma stays in contention. Obviously, if they even if they lose against TCU, they have a possibility of making it. Okay. So here we go. If Texas wins, then these are the scenarios. If Texas win and Oklahoma State wins. Oklahoma State plays Texas. If Oklahoma, if Oklahoma defeats TCU, and that win is followed by a Texas win and an Oklahoma State loss, then uh, then the Sooners are in. Okay. okay. If Kansas State beats Iowa State, Texas wins, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State lose, then Kansas State is in. Okay. So that's fairly simple. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma State kind of controls their destiny if Texas wins. Um, Oklahoma needs to, you know, uh, one, the Oklahoma State to lose. Kansas State needs Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. To lose. Fine. Yeah. Okay? So, but here's the situation: if Texas Tech beats Texas on Friday, then no team obviously can cl- clinch until Saturday. Texas will still clinch if two, if two of these three teams lose: Kansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Two of those three teams lose, Texas is in. Okay. okay. If if Texas loses and two, two of these teams win, Kansas State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, then there will be three or four teams tied for both championship ber- berths, which means then multiple scenarios hit. Which I'm not going to talk about. Yeah, because that's then just, just crazy.
0: I assume it's all point. It's like point difference and what? How, yeah, exactly. Like some crazy. Exactly. But
1: I'm, and then what's no. what's their highest rank? Right. And what's their computer computer score? There's a computer that does it. That kind of bullshit. So that's what we got going on. It'll be less messy if Texas wins. If Texas loses, it'll be more messy.
0: Yeah, I and I have a I have a, a, f- a friend who is huge Texas fan, and he he is he's, he's constantly year over year worried about Texas Tech. He's like I've lived my life in so many so many scenarios where we get to the end of the year and play Texas Tech and we lose to them on some silliness that costs us getting to the Big 12 championship and Texas has yeah. only been to three Big 12 championships since like the 90s or something like that. Like right. not a lot right. and and a, and the reason a lot of that reason is because Texas Tech beats them at the end of the year. So it's not a lot for the long ones.
1: Yeah. Look, uh, somebody said it that Lincoln Riley has as many uh, Big 12 championships as Texas has. Yeah, it's
0: true. So no, I know. No, when they knock nuts. him
1: about being overrated, it's like, yeah, calm down. Yes, I don't um, know. So here's the deal. Texas Tech is obviously not close to as good as Texas. They're 87th in adjusted offensive EPA and 53rd in adjusted defensive. And Texas is top 20 in both. Um, so it'd be a big upset if they win, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise, but it would be a big upset. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Luckily, and they do play it um, in DK Royal, right? Is that? Uh, yeah. And so you know, you get get the you're you're at home. You, which there's some you're gonna have a whole bunch of people just screaming at Tech fans to to lose yeah, that yeah. game. Yeah, so Thirteen that's, point that's, favorite. That's about you should everything. lock it up. Yeah, but like, look, this this Tech team. But you haven't this year, looked great all year for sure. Yeah. Like they could they. This is a team that could could get got. Yep, for sure. It's losable. It's losable. Yep. Agreed.
1: Uh, all right, next one up to talk about. Uh, just a quick note: Northwestern got bowl eligibility, beating Purdue twenty-three to fifteen. Pretty, nice job out of the coaching staff uh, there. Honestly, that's uh, pretty so amazing. They got extended.
0: I thought yeah, I thought they, they would extended. be. I thought they would be. We'd be at maximum a three. Super terrible. Just because all yeah, yeah, the nuts. extra terrible. Yeah, and they're Northwestern is never awesome, really. And so yeah, right. the, so yeah, they should be very happy with they Did and look, I actually thought they were going to look a lot like Michigan State, and Michigan State honestly should be pretty proud. With four wins, so like, look, yeah, agreed. Take pat yourselves on the back. Well done,
1: yeah. Everybody kind of fell off, so. Uh, in a great game that is super important in the American we kind of talked about why SMU 38 Memphis 34 uh, both teams had plus 20.20 uh, .20 offensive EPA it was an uh, uh, offensively efficient game with both teams over 45% success rate yards per play they're in the 60 plus percentile EPA per pass they're in the 75 plus percentile a quality game and a really good SMU team Team that has really had a great season.
0: Yeah this this was this was fun. This is the type of feeling. Man, I I just have had such a good time this year watching Group of Five stuff and or I guess can we say American is power? American might be power. No, nah, I don't uh, think we
1: quite can. I, I CC, mean, Big will 10, they be about as good as the next year's 12, Big Twelve? maybe yeah but they're right they, they're under well yeah, yeah it's it's close it's but close, I, don't it's close. Yeah, I don't think they're quite there
0: i think they're but 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 i'm i'm happy i'm really happy about this you know this year because this is and i think that i think that the american in the Sun Belt from an overall Standpoint who we have like the big teams we have at the end of the year, you know, I'll I'll be at James Madison getting, getting the shaft a bit. Like they're both so great, and it's just been so fun watching Group of Five this whole year has been great because you got the situations like this that happen, and I mean this is a game that we talked about last week that you know if SMU can get things done that they're going to be in a much, they're going to be in a pretty safe position to get themselves to the American Conference Championship, and them getting it done on the field shows that. But man, ten, ten, uh, Memphis has been they they've been around all the time just just lurking trying to mess up people's seasons they haven't quite been able to do it um like in from an overall standpoint I mean still pretty great year eight and three five and two in conference but but just a a really fun team like it's been cool to watch them um throughout the year kept it you know they not they didn't get blown out by Tulane lost by 10 in that game um you know, beat. Yeah, they just had good, good, good games all year. So fun team to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think just looking at it, I think the trick is that the uh, American has four like bad, bad teams. Right. Right. The and and bad. your major comp, your power conferences, at worst should have two, and generally have like one bad, bad team. Right. Like you're gonna have your Vandy's. You're gonna have your. Rutgers years or Indiana years. Yeah. You're going to have your Wake Forest years. But even like Wake Forest, Virginia, like Virginia maybe is a bad team. Pittsburgh maybe. Yeah. Uh, and the ACC is probably the least of the power conferences. So they'll end up having a couple of kind of baddish teams. Right. Right. right? So, no, so I, I think the they're 12. just a level under. Um, and yeah, I think the Big 12, the Big 12. Does, like, Cincinnati is their bad team. Baylor's probably a little worse than they should be. So I think that the Big 12 and the ACC, once you add the teams that are going to be added, are going to be close. Yeah. I think the Big 12 just loses a step, losing Texas and Oklahoma. I think that's a big deal. So I think they're by far the bottom of the power. Yeah. But I think that's fine that they're still a power conference. I think it's fine.
0: Yeah, because you still get And Texas and Oklahoma... Uh, I was gonna say year of year it matters. They're usually on the top, so I guess losing them is rough. But you you get to replace them with a pretty good with some pretty good squads, so depending on how you know the yeah, how you, the history. You will don't go, quite replace
1: them at the same level. I mean, I guess I think over the same can time you can frame, almost Utah. say you can almost say Utah is yeah. the same quality as Oklahoma because I think Oklahoma's and been Oklahoma. better than Texas. I think yeah, Texas is recent, right? right? Like the last Very. couple of seasons is yeah. recent. Um, And I think that they are better than Utah right now. Like, their high is higher than Utah's high because they've kept it for two years. But overall, yeah, Utah is better. Yeah. Um, But I don't think you have another team like the next best team is Arizona now, but that's right. not always been what Arizona has been. No. Colorado, no. no. Arizona State, no. No. You know. So. Yeah. yeah I think you lose more than you gain, I and mean, you lose a big deal, right? You right. don't. You don't instantly gain a top 15 relevant team. You hope that that's what Utah's going to be. Right. You hope that that's what Arizona's going to be, but it's not consistent enough yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And when we don't know how many more years of Whittingham. Is, that we have and what, what happens to Utah after that is, is yep. yet to be defined obviously yep. too so yeah,
1: yeah it's gonna be big there's deal. no guarantee that Utah reloads right. it's just a good a chance that Utah doesn't get somebody as good and understands the program as well and then they are Baylor or their Texas Tech yeah or their or, or
0: t- I know. mean even TCU I mean look we can t- say TCU yeah maybe. we could say yeah. last year was is a thing and I don't want to deny that but it was kind of a, it was it was similar to yeah. it's, it feels I very much like Auburn, Cam
1: Newton's Auburn, or yeah. like or yes, like LSU's. no, no D- different than a big Utah year, than right. Utah's one or two right. great seat. like Utah Utah could have been TCU the year that they went to the sugar bowl right. and played Alabama and they're undefeated. They could have been. There was a there was a good shot that they might have made the top four. Yeah, just, and just then they, lost. probably the exact same thing would have happened. Yep. So fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Liberty beat UMass pretty handily to get to their eleventh win. They're currently going to be the representative of the group of five. If they don't lose, uh, they get to play. Let's see. Did it get locked in yet? Uh, they get to play New Mexico State for the Conference USA championship game uh, on Friday, December first. Which well, sure, that'll be uh, I mean, New Mexico State. Yeah, New Mexico, Mexico get handled, is no joke.
0: But they're no joke, nope, but no I joke. think I think Liberty's better. I mean, there's no way for me to know um, realistically to his Liberty because the Conference USA has just been so weird. But I'm ex- I'm, I'm very excited about about that game. About seeing it. it would be great to see Liberty get knocked off in the Conference USA Conference USA champ game. And I love New Mexico State. I saw a guy rocking a New Mexico State um, hoodie at the Arizona Utah nice. game, and I just like almost hugged him. So
1: <laughs> I was just like you're representing, nice.
0: I appreciate it, man.
1: Yeah, like that, like. Like, they're good. Like, only one loss in conference. Uh, you know, they, like, like, all of their losses have been pretty reasonable. Hmm. I mean, they already lost to Liberty, right? So that's one thing we got to take into account. Right. They lost to Liberty at Liberty in a decent amount, right? Losing to UMass is kind of embarrassing, but that was game one. Yeah. You kind of got to throw that out. Losing on the road at Hawaii It's yeah. not great. Yeah, That's but not great. since then but since then they've won seven straight games. So they've kind of figured it out, including a win at Auburn, which we'll talk about when it comes up. So not just a win at Auburn, they beat Auburn's ass. Mm-hmm. Like they handled Auburn and so I think they got a shot. I yeah. think they got a shot, but cool. there's no guarantee they're going to beat Jacksonville State getting into the Liberty game. Not that that will change playing the conference championship game, but you beat Jacksonville State, that's a run that you can feel really excited about coming into the championship right. game. But could they be a little emotionally drained after beating Auburn and then not having anything to really play for? They also could. could the right, case. right, that's true. That you know, could be the case as well, so... Uh Jacksonville State, who I just previously mentioned, they beat uh, Louisiana Tech handily 56-17. They're not playing for anything, but they're very good. It's yeah. a very good team that's also disappointing they don't get to do anything.
0: Yeah, silly rule, but, you know, I guess it's cool. It's, I, I'd Look, rather be able to. It was to, a winning place. Yeah, I was, right? I was never going to be watching any of these teams if they were still existing in the FCS. So I'm happy they're here to play, and I'm happy that they're yeah. playing well.
1: Yeah, and they could have been bad. They like could have been they no bad, that bad they'd, for sure. Uh, worry. So good for them, at least, coming up. If you're going to play the games, even if you couldn't do that, why not still try to win them? Yeah. So there they go. It's
0: got to make going to class easier.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Rice gets one game away from bowl eligibility, uh, beating uh, Charlotte 28-7. to Even though I think I saw that Rice played two FCS games, so maybe they didn't get close. But uh, But I don't think enough teams are going to make going to be bowl eligible, so a lot of these teams are going to get a shot. Oh, huh, that'd be uh, good. It. And Let's also, go out. Also, ch- yeah, that opens a chance for Jacksonville State and um, James Madison to play in a bowl, because if they just end up with not enough teams, I believe they get picked over five and seven teams. Nice. That would be better, uh, So they obviously. still have a shot yeah. Yeah, to make it into a bowl. Uh, App State beats James Madison in overtime, 26-23. to 23. Man. Uh, I mean, to think that James Madison was going to go undefeated all year, that's hard. It's hard to do. You just got a chance of getting a, ba- a bad game, you know, in November and December against a solid team, and that's what happened.
0: Yeah, it's, un- it's unfortunate because I'd love to see him in the – in the no loss column just because of, you know, the story's awesome. And some of, yeah, they they tried to they tried to bid for their place in the championship, tried to bid for their place at the end of the season, all that kind of stuff, and that doesn't get knocked away. It'd be a nice little present for them to take home um, at the end of the year to be able to say that they were undefeated. But, look, App State, App State has been, a, I was going to say a good team, but they've really been like a, a really building scenario. I, I've been following them throughout the year, um, in the Sun Belt as I've as I've said many times on this podcast before I've been watching a bunch of Sun Belt so um, I'm always been a fan of App State since they beat Michigan way back when and so to see to, for them to start the year, they got they got beat by UNC, but they, it wasn't it wasn't bad. They only lost by six to UNC, and then lost to Wyoming. And when they lost to Wyoming, I, I think Wyoming was just was in a good moment in that at that point in time. I mean,
1: Wyoming's Wyoming's as good as Appalachian State. For, is, so for, I think for that's sure, fine.
0: for sure. And and at that moment in time, I was thinking Wyoming was much better than they were sure. too. So I was it was fine with it. And then you know, and then they lost App State loses to Coastal. They lost to um, Old Dominion. Um in the middle of the season. Yeah. So but outside of that, I mean, you know, they're they're a super quality team like those losses Old are Old Dominion's not the only real bad loss right. Old
1: Dominion's the only real bad loss there that's a bad loss right. the other losses are teams about as good as they are Right.
0: So right. and yeah, and then building to this point to be able to get get this late get late season uh, win against James Madison who obviously is a quality opponent Like I think you oh, yeah. you're going to see a build so I'm, I, it makes me happy oh, yeah, it's great, for right? App State at, as we go into next year especially it makes me excited for Sunbelt football next year um, a lot but this is yeah, so this was cool. I'm very, very broken up. I didn't, I wasn't able to to watch this game, but this was a, this was a barn burner. It looks like, and I'm, it looks you know great win for App State.
1: Yeah, look, the east side of the Sun Belt hasn't been locked up. Troy's locked up the West, but App State and Coastal Carolina have every opportunity to do it. Um, and obviously, the Coastal Carolina is going to win a tie tiebreak uh, because they have the head-to-head win, but. Coastal loses and App State wins, then, hey, they got a shot. at it. If both teams lose, then Old Dominion has an opportunity, <laughs> I guess, for it, uh, which be would be great. wild. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all in all, it's it's pretty cool. It's yeah. just pretty cool what the sub belt is doing. Yeah, uh, lots been, of really interesting, good teams. Yeah, there, all
0: so. over the place. It's been so fun.
1: Yep. Uh, Arizona 42 Utah 18. I probably got three messages from people going why is Utah getting blown down by Arizona and why, why is it happening I was and the answer is Arizona is really good okay here's that's
0: the answer here, here, I, I'm I'm I agree with you. I think Arizona is really good. I think that they're. I think that walking when Utah walked into the or you know, flew into the state of the Arizona, you know, prior to this game starting, they were the worst of the two teams. But it, I don't think yes. it's significant. And I think that this. I don't know if this this score line um, shows it because I was in the stadium watching, and the. the Arizona stadium is, it's not packed. They, it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a smart crowd. It's a crowd that loves their football team. Um, and, and is always going to be there. It's not, you're not going to hear crickets at any point, but you're also not going to be deafened by the noise in Arizona stadium, but it's a smart fan base and they're, and they watch their team and they love their team. And so, it wasn't going to be like Utah can just run in and do whatever. And, and as we've talked about previously, like this is a good Arizona team. I've said it multiple times this year, very scrappy. Like Fafita is one of my favorite players in the country to watch. He just runs around. He does what he wants to do. And then this Arizona defense really came to play um, just the same. But what, I, what when I was in the stadium, to see the first, two tu- first three touchdowns happen, the the absolute air that, that – just flew into space off of the Utah sideline it was I could taste it it hit me in the face it was noticeable how just like punched in the in the gut Utah was from the loss it it was like they it was just as if they didn't know that Arizona had the ability to score touchdowns and when it happened they didn't know what to deal with it it was it's one of the I haven't I've been to quite a few live football games in my day, but this one was the most like, whoa! You guys, you guys just like turned it off. Cam Rising was walking around on the sideline trying to get the, trying to get the squad hyped, and Utah just from the from the start of the game, literally one touchdown. Well, I won't say one, two touchdowns in, and from that point on, it was just like Utah was not even here. They were they were already back in Salt Lake City.
1: Yeah, I mean. For whatever reason, now, is it a combination mentally of a really tough game the week before against Washington, plus uh, facing a better team, plus just mentally getting, getting punched in the mouth and not being prepared for it? Probably all of those things. But here's what's, here's, after, after you've given that perspective, which is great, I'm just going to look at the, at the stats perspective, Throw, if passing the football per drop back Arizona was scoring half a point a play.
0: Yeah, for feet away. Every
1: play was worth half a point, a little bit better than half a point per play. They were getting 9.56 yards on drop back. If you're getting a first down every time you throw the football and you're scoring a half a point every time you throw the football, unless the other team is doing anything near that, you're going to win. And then when you have to win the turnover battle by two and the other team's offense just isn't there. Right. It's, it's, it's a walkover. It's a, it's, a, it's a practice game, and that's what it ended up looking like, and it's just disappointing out of Utah. But considering their injuries and everything, if you pull way back and say, hey, this Utah team, if I told you who they weren't going to have – I told you that they are a walk-on quarterback who's limited right. at their as their quarterback, and they're going to be seven and four right now with a chance to get their eighth win against the Colorado team having their own problems. You'd go, okay, yeah, yeah. fine.
0: Honestly, yeah, okay. like sure. this is not Barnes has played his face off this year. I said, I actually yeah. said it was. I was with, uh, I was with my lady at the game, and she and she was like, are the, "Is the Utah quarterback is he any good?" And I, and I t- gave her the situation with Rising, and I said, "But Barnes is he's been playing he's been playing better than anybody." thought he was going to like the way yep. it started to the way it's been it's been okay but yeah like you said to this to for Arizona and I guess that also helps define the air just leaving that sideline like if the defense just was they didn't know what was going on man like Fafita could right. just put the ball where he wanted to put it and he was and he's a guy that likes to get out on his feet get out of the pocket and he was just he was he was a kid playing backyard football and it was fun to watch painful for the Utah folks painful for myself as a Utah as a Utah man, but as I as I start to blend my life more into this Arizona way, like it's it was in, it was a it was a very conflicting emotional state that I had to be in for this uh, entire
1: game. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, no, understood, totally understood. Uh, let's see, uh, Arkansas State gets a big win over Texas State, 77-31. to 31. Arkansas State, who lost... I just want to remind everybody, who lost to Oklahoma 77-0 at the beginning of the year and really looked like they were be- going to be bad, like the way they lost early. All eligible. That's Bowl a huge... That's a, that's Butch Jones is their coach, which absolutely just... What an interesting job that he's going to try use to try to revive his career. And he's a couple seasons of another good year in Arkansas State away from getting like a low-end power five job which blows my mind right. but this is kind of a solid year out of uh, uh, a Red Wolves team that I was not expecting to look like this
0: no I didn't think so either I would I could I feel in a, in a similar way about Texas State but that's honestly I felt that way going into the season just because I wasn't quite as versed with Sunbelt football as I as I have now since become but yeah a hell of a team and I and I just I, I really enjoy the build you know I like. I really like seeing teams figure things out week over week and start to become something bigger than what they started you know really starting to like get get the get the wheels greased and, and get things rolling and in the right direction and this has been a great example of Arkansas State and I, I think Texas State as well maybe they've been a little bit more maybe you could say that they've been a, oh, I, I was going to say a little bit more consistent but they haven't because they're three and four yeah, in the Sun Belt. but but they've yeah. but both both scenarios and the Arkansas State even one even more is like yeah to lose to get the goose egg against against anybody and get beat seven by 77 points is insanity like that's craziness even if you're, especially if you're an FBS playing against another FBS. So that's always brutal. But for them to build into this and against a Texas State team, that's not, they're not, they're no schlubs, you know, like middle of the, middle of the West side of the Sunbelt. Um, you know, they've won, they've won some games this year. They've been reputable. And like Arkansas State goes in and just, just lights them up. Doesn't even stop scoring. Like I, you love to
1: see it. Yeah, coming back in the same year that you lose 77 to nothing and put 77 points on another team is interesting. I wonder if that's ever happened before. It probably has, mm. but I just think that's wild. Yeah, it's wild to very... me. Think that, that's a thing that's ever happened. All right. So, uh, All right, let's see. Uh, Georgia, 38, Tennessee, 10. Georgia, you know, beats a quality team on the road, and that's how they're number one. Sure, fine. Yeah. That's a good football team. Georgia might be the best football team in the country. Um, if they beat Alabama uh, I would be like yeah great I think I think you did it yeah I, it's hard for me to think they're going to lose it, it is hard I don't I,
0: i'm I'm willing to say that in their I think it's them or Michigan at this point I think they both had both of those two teams have had games that I've been like, well, uh, maybe you're not as good as I thought. And then other games that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's you did exactly what you're supposed to do. This is a game for UGA that not only did they do exactly what they're supposed to do, they 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 kind of styled on Tennessee. Um, they did it, you know, in at, in Rocky Top 2, like f- to do all that, like that, it is defining, and I think it, it shows why everybody's kept them, um, as high up as they have been all year, and they're very deserving of it. So Tennessee hasn't been. I think Tennessee is is a U- is Utah esque. You know, I don't. Th- I think that they're they're good, but they're they have some some flaws. Three and four in the SEC, seven and four overall. But but yeah, I think yeah, I I would be more maybe more hesitant to say that they're the best team than maybe you but you saying it and them getting and you saying it this time after a win like this I'm fine with like I, I can't re- yeah. I can't really argue anything against that
1: Yeah Tennessee is a, is they're not great but they're I mean they're they're in that range of of 15 to 25 right. 15 to 26 that four loss team in that range uh on the road it's a good win, quality yeah. win, handi- win handily. It wasn't right. really close, really any of it. No. So just doing the Georgia stuff. Um, <laughs> they have not locked in yet the uh, opportunity to go to the Big Ten championship game, but the all great, the great Iowa Hawkeyes, the great <laughs> beat the Illini fifteen to thirteen at home. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I don't know what to think about them. <laughs> <laughs> they keep doing it. They keep doing it. Oh, I oh, I guess they actually they did lock in the the title. They just don't know what seed they if they're going to be the first seed or the second.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But they did they
1: do have it locked in. So Yeah. This- uh they are going to play uh I wonder why this site this site's usually really good about having it. Locked in, but they don't have it locked in. But they've got it locked in. So yeah, it's it's um, it's
0: interesting to to look at the the points for and the points against. There's only three teams in the Big Ten that have a hundred uh, under a hundred points scored against them. That's Iowa, Michigan, and Ohio State. Um, for the the amount of. Sc- points scored for michigan ohio michigan 325 ohio state 255 iowa 118 that is 10 points higher than the lowest in the conference which is michigan state who has 108 points scored so like Iowa has been playing their fucking game that's what they that's what they came to do and that's what they're going to continue to do and that's why i think i think you know michigan and ohio state whoever walks into the Big Ten championship game is going to walk out with the Big Ten championship. Oh, God, Uh, yes. You know, but this is an Iowa team that is going to be like, it's going to be like, I I wish I could, I I don't even know. It's going to be like, like you went to you went to kick a bucket that was sitting over a pole that was stuck in the ground, right. and like you you destroyed the bucket, but you hurt your foot at the same time. So like yeah. you won because it was half full with rocks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like you won, but you, you it's, it was like you kind of wish you didn't have to do it that way. And I think that that's what's gonna happen. Like I'm excited for what the over under is gonna be for the Big Ten championship game. I assume it's gonna be higher just because those two teams can score a lot even against a defense like this. But this Iowa thing has been awesome and hilarious.
1: Yeah. Look, could they lose to Nebraska at Nebraska this Possibly. weekend? Yes. Sure. Right. Could they win that twenty to nothing? Absolutely. Definitely. Right. The trick is they got blown out by Penn State thirty one to nothing. And that's the kind of game you kind of think you're gonna get right. against Ohio State or Michigan. I right. Think so, yes. That's I I kind think of so. what I think you're gonna end up getting. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh all right, let's see. Um Clemson beats North Carolina. Now, I'm a little, I'm a little back and forth on this one. I love seeing North Carolina get shit on, um, though. I hate for it to happen to Clemson because I hate Clemson to even feel relevant. Right. Though seven and four is probably what they were anyway. Like right. an eight and four Clemson is probably what they are. Um, so it's not a big deal. And North Carolina just needs to get. I, I much, I still much rather have North Carolina lose, uh, because it's a Clemson win that doesn't really matter. It's not like Davo's is going to get fired. Right. Thing. No. Um, no. They, yeah, so really it's, a good, it's a good win, good yeah. home win by Clem- a Clemson team getting better, and a North Carolina team being North Carolina, which I'm always a little happy to see them end up being North Carolina.
0: Yeah, and they and this is the this is the second no, the third of the Carolina games that they played. They they lost to Duke right. in the first one. Now they beat yep. they, they beat North Carolina and then they have South Carolina to end this to end the, their Palmetto, season. The Palmetto,
1: the Palmetto Bowl against South Carolina.
0: Yeah, which is going to be them winning because South Carolina is South yeah, Carolina, but, but but they could lose. Yeah, I they, mean, could. they
1: could lose. I yeah. wouldn't be wouldn't fall over shocked if South Carolina loses a, a close rivalry. It's all South Carolina has to play for.
0: Yeah. So uh, right. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. just trying to hope yeah end the season with something. So yeah, Clemson. Yeah, seven and four is yeah. I think you're right. Or if they end, you know, if they get the next one, they went to go eight and four. I don't yeah. think. For from where, from the start of the season to now, that feels right. Um, you know, it doesn't. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not shocked. Like if I, <clears throat> if I took my my week two self, that that's what we would be talking around. He'd probably be like, okay, yeah, I, see what, yeah, I exactly. see what you're doing here. And I will say, Klebnik, in the games that I've watched, Klebnik and uh, and Will Shipley for Clemson have been fun to watch. They've been, they've been the type of guys that I was expecting uh, Dabo to have because he's always got some his defense. The defensive have been. Have been kind of falling off a bit, um, as compared to his, you know, his national championship. Era, those those teams or whatever, um, he had some obviously some monsters and they don't they're the the defense that he has now is, is not that but he does have reminiscent offensive guys like you normally have and and Klubnik he's no, he's no Trevor Lawrence but he's he's doing the he's doing the quarterbacking job and he's built himself into into the quarterbacking job that I kind of expected for Clemson to have um, and then Shipley, Will Shipley's having uh, having a great year he in this game he he rushed for 130 yards on 18 carries had a tumble he lost the Fumble, but um, still had a touchdown and um, only had slightly negative EPA. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great EPA, negative two point two seven EPA. So not great, but but the, you know Clemson's got a couple of guys that they could do this, and so that makes me think that they're going to beat South Carolina and have a perfectly fine bowl game. You know, right before the start, right before the New Year's Day stuff, and then and and Dabo will live on to try to rebuild his his God fearing ways. Yeah, right.
1: Fine. It's whatever. Um, let's see. A couple quick note games. Uh, Western Kentucky gets their sixth win against San Jose State. Uh, I think probably thought they were going to do a little bit better in Conference USA, but still having a nice enough season. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCLA beats USC 38-20. to Just notable in the way USC has fallen. UCLA, uh, I think they're probably a little disappointed in their season, but uh, they'll take that win.
0: Yeah, you got to love it. To win, to go down to, you know, to... Go down to your big brother. I mean, which I think people would say that they're the UCLA is the little brother in this relationship. Like to go and to beat USC this year, it's got to be pretty big. I I think Chip wanted more for this team. I I kind of expected more from UCLA at this point, but the the Pac-12 has been a great. I mean, if it's not the best conference, it's it's tied with the being as being the best conference. So um, UCLA was gonna always have tough tough sledding, and to win you know to win this rivalry, which I don't know. Do you know the name of this rivalry?
1: I don't know. The name uh, I'll of look while well, no. i But anyways,
0: while while I'm looking, I'll I think uh, yeah, great great win for for Chippin's folks. Interesting. I don't think USC is going to change anything. They're going to keep Lincoln Riley doing what he's doing. But like that's this is if he if he's if he does close to this next year, there's going to be some conversations.
1: Yeah, I yeah I mean there yeah there has to be uh, because they're in the Big Ten now and 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 all that. I mean, there has to be, but. I, I don't know you lose your you're gonna lose your Heisman Trophy guy, and you know you maybe your defense isn't that much better, and who knows i, I it's anything could happen with that move to the big Ten. i just I don't have any way yeah. to understand it yeah,
0: me, yeah. So. and and I think they want it i would hope that they want long term stuff from from Lincoln so hopefully Eesh. they'll get things yeah. out. um you're in sure. regards to the the name, it doesn't have an official name, kind of a few names the Los Angeles city championship, the crosstown showdown, the Battle of l a. Uh, or Crosstown Rivalry, and all of those suck, yeah. and, and honestly, I expected the name to suck, so well, here we are.
1: The Battle of LA is probably the most thing that's been called. Yeah, it's it doesn't mo- even need it. It's just UCLA no.
0: versus USC. I know, and, and most of the time, USC just wins anyway, so what do you got? to do?
1: Yeah. Uh, UNLV 31, Air Force 27. Air Force slides their way into some trouble in the Mountain West. UNLV has pretty much locked in their their place in the title game? They're not quite, though. Now, if they win, they're in. They play San Jose State. If they win, they're in. (coughs) Um, If UNLV loses and Air Force beats Boise State, then it goes to computers because of a three-way tie among San Jose State, Air Force, and UNLV, as those schools are all one-on-one against each other. Rebels still likely to be in the top two and in the championship. If UNLV loses, but the Broncos win... And that means two losses among Boise State and San Jose State and the Rebels. Since UNLV didn't play Boise State, the record amongst those teams can't be used. Then it goes to computer rankings unless UNLV is ranked in the college football top 25, which seems unlikely. Right. Um, most of the computer rankings have UNLV ahead of Boise State and San Diego State. Um, so they probably Wait, San Jose stay State? ahead. Yes, San Jose State. Board. Yeah, San Jose State. Crazy that San Jose State is in the opportunity
0: to play. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. Even when, I mean, yeah. they started the year out and they scored a bunch of points on USC, and I and I thought to myself, what's going on with San Jose State? So it's been. Yeah, this has been. Um, I think as I've you know I've been watching, been watching and preaching about Sunbelt Sun Belt, all this all this year. The American is built, but I think the Mountain West has been. I mean, another great reason to be watching Group of Five throughout the year, but the Mountain West really is has. As to stay on my theme of building, like, has really built, I think, into a conference. Like, Boise State at the beginning of the year I was – I thought was not going to happen. I thought Boise State was going to be much closer to where Fresno State is now in the Mountain West than they've been. I thought Wyoming was going to be a little better than they were. Air Force has been – although I I, I shouldn't – I guess I can't say I, I was – it's it's for sure a surprise to me. I mean, I think them just being what they were through most of this year has been surprising. Um, and then UNLV, yes. UNLV also being good. So the Mountain West is really built into a conference that it's like been very exciting to watch throughout the year. And I'm, I'm Humped for however the Mountain West Conference Championship shakes out, it's going to be unfortunate that guys don't get there, um, whoever they don't. But we get the we get the San Jose State UNLV matchup, so we get kind of a preview. Or, you know, we get kind of a semifinal situation there a little bit. So there's we'll at least kind of see how some of this works out. But um, it's going to be a great uh, championship game through whoever. Look, gets
1: unfortunately, it. this is how it's going to work out in the non-conference. Life, you're gonna end up with some computer tiebreakers, yeah, to figure out teams, just the way it's gonna work, yeah. Which is, you know, it sucks,
0: sucks, but you gotta do like there's
1: no, there's no positives there, right? It just sucks, you can't walk away with anything but that it sucks, and the only thing you can do is just you gotta win all the games in front of you in the conference. If you don't, you take the chances out of your own hands, it is what it is, but uh, yeah, so those are the scenarios. Uh, If you told me that Air Force is going to end the season 8-3 and and have an opportunity to play in the Mountain West Championship game, I'd say, yeah, nice win, nice year at Air Force. It's disappointing because of how they've fallen. Uh, Boise State fires their coach, still has a chance to get in the conference championship game. Mm -hmm. But the two best teams in the conference are still UNLV and Air Force. Um, But Air Force just is losing when they need to not lose, and that's how you get jumped. Yeah. Ohio State blows out Minnesota 37-3 to to set up for the big game. Not much to talk about there. Ohio State's better. And Oregon blows out Arizona State 49-13. to Again, yeah. same situation Basically, there. Yep. Good yep. teams beating bad teams.
0: Yep, yeah, nothing. You know, Oregon's doing what they've both – both these guys are doing just being the teams that they've been.
1: You yeah. know. Yep, yep, setting up, getting ready for their big rivalry game. Yep. So that's interesting. Uh, New Mexico State 31, Auburn 10. I mentioned this before. I'm just going to mention it again. Uh, The last two teams to win when they were 21-point dogs... Is New Mexico State at Auburn, uh, Jerry Kill coach versus Hugh Freeze, and New Mexico State at Louisville, New Mexico's coach Jerry Kill and, uh, not Louisville, Liberty, and Liberty coach Hugh Freeze. Back to back (laughs) season, he beat Hugh Freeze as 21 point underdog, the last two teams to do it. He owns Hugh Freeze, and every stat. New Mexico dominated Auburn 0.29 EPA per play versus -10. They just kicked Auburn's ass at Auburn as a 21 point underdog.
0: That is that is a hilarious stat. That's such a that's right? a crazy thing. That's got to be such a funny. I wonder if he I wonder if he knows that. Like, I I assume that he does, but I wonder if that, because that's such a random thing thinking year over year, you know, unless you really like took the time to like look back in time, like, I don't know if he does, maybe he's that guy, maybe he's the guy that that really like goes back and and makes sure he knows, you know, as much information does all the due diligence and that would be one of those things that you would do, but that, I hope he doesn't know and I hope somebody told him and he laughed about it because that's kind of, that's amazing. Mostly because Hugh Freeze kind of sucks, but like that's still yeah exactly. do that. Here's my thing.
1: I think Hugh Freeze knew it, and Hugh Freeze is kind of an asshole, and he wanted to get the win back and then t- just talk in these Christian undertones about how nice it is to win and that's a good football team and try to get some of his team back. Yeah. Jerry Kill 100% knew Hugh Freeze was coming up and knew he had a chance to get up his ass. And <laughs> once they started getting up his ass, he was like, we going to keep getting up let's his ass. Let's so go. I
0: think, I, think he knew. I think he knew. Hey, look, yeah. let's go Aggies. I'm down.
1: Yep. Uh, Texas Tech and USA, South Alabama, both got their sixth win. Texas Tech, a close win at home against UCF. Uh, South Alabama, a big win against Marshall uh, in the Sun Belt. Nice six winners for those teams. Uh, Florida State blows out uh, North Alabama. However, George Travis really fucked up his leg. I'm glad I didn't see I, – I was watching the game live, but I was in a bar – Connected to a movie theater, and I was talking, and so I didn't actually see it happen. Oh, but he's but I like hear, done. Oh, nasty. He's
0: like done, done, yeah, done,
1: done. Oh, yeah,
0: was nasty. that might be the. I did, We had that yeah. whole. We had that whole conversation about the CFP and and Louisville and yep. Florida State, and I did not know yep. that
1: this was a thing. So this whole yep. time I'm that rocking,
0: was I'm saying the whole thing. And look, I think I think Florida State is very good. I think that they're. I think that they're both good offensively and defensively, but. Jordan Travis is is realistically... He's a a huge loss. He's really why Florida State is Florida State. Like, without him, it's going to be a problem. To beat Louisville is going to be a very tough thing to do. And then to do anything after that is going to be extremely tough. So... I that's incredibly unfortunate. I'm also happy I didn't see it because, so, from how you've described it, it sounds horrifying. I'm surp- I'm surprised yeah. social media hasn't hasn't spit it out at me yet. And I hope that I keep yeah. that streak going. But yeah, they got Florida next, and then they got Louisville and the Louisville after that. And all of that is a problem now that Travis, yeah, it's a problem.
1: Those are a problem for sure. Yep, Damn, that's crazy. That sucks. Uh, in the big game, Cal beat Stanford. Cal's 5-6. and six. They have a chance of playing for a bowl, and I just wanted to re-mention that uh, I said they were good. I like to that. <laughs> You did. You there did. wasn't a lot of people saying no, it. So. No,
0: it was a very short list. I, 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 can't, I, I can imagine yep. we could probably probably find all of the humans that said Cal was going to be going to be at least five wins potentially going bowling and yeah it's not that much but beat Stanford who's Stanford's just turning back into their the Ivy League school that they are at at their core it's going to be hard but you know Stanford has shown that they can they have blips of time where they can do they can get guys I think that even though they're 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 going to be this a lot just because it's Stanford and that's what happens they still have the cachet. Uh, cache. They still have the, the ambiance of being the,
1: the smart school that has good
0: athletes, yeah. which is Here's a pretty the short list for for. They're going to
1: be what Wake was in the ACC when they move. That's what they are. Wake is the smart people school and uh, can't win consistently. You know, has some nice seasons, but not a lot of them. They, they've almost been reverse mirrors of each other. And so, so that's all Stanford is looking forward to is being, but I think being Duke and Wake sometimes. But but I think
0: I think that's closer to uh, you probably. I I don't think that you're wrong there. But I think that if you if you sort of wash away where they're moving or whatever, th- I I would if I if I was putting Wake Forest next to Stanford and I was gonna and you were gonna ask me which of these two teams is going to both be a smart school and get 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 very high-level athletes, maybe not always Christian McCaffrey level or, or guys like that, but, like, get those type of athletes. I always put Stanford ahead. I put Stanford at the top of the smart schools to be able to get guys like Christian McCaffrey and who's that quarterback that I can't remember his name? Uh, Elway went there, too, and somebody else. Who's the other quarterback?
1: I don't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. But but nothing. they. I know you're. I, I, I'm starting to picture who you're talking right, about. But I don't remember. Right. But that Stanford has throughout my entire
0: uh, college football watching life. Stanford has had moments of that, and I—I sure I don't think I've sure. ever felt that from any other sports school. Definitely not Wake, and no other. Yeah, but no the other problem is that Stanford
1: like that. has been terrible too. Like Stanford's had years of being god awful. Yeah, but they're gonna and so maybe, do that, though. M- maybe the maybe the pendulum is a little bit bigger, but when you pull the mean, they're the same. Yeah, just wakes ups and downs are na- more narrow and Stanford's up and downs are bigger. But as a smar- but I, I, as a
0: smart school, I think you I think you are better. you're better. Your Stanford that makes Stanford the best of the smart schools because that's all you need is Peaks of Val. You're only going to run into the kid that can both get into Stanford and be a, and be a high-level athlete. That that kid is making decisions on going to Stanford, going to Wake, going to Yale, going to Harvard, and he's choosing And I think he chooses to go to Stanford because Stanford has proven that they can get one of those those pendulum swings, right, more than other schools in that same category. Yeah, but they've been bad for so long. Like they've been bad for. No, I mean McCaffrey. When was McCaffrey? McCaffrey was there. Well, like no, the I guess they've the only really 2010s. been bad. They've only
1: really been bad for four seasons. Yeah, it's not been. The, the, not the, been the that thing long about time. it is, since that, so you, they had that. They had that kind of run from two thousand and eight to two thousand and eighteen. So a ten year run, um, but before that. They were in a big chunk of like thirty years where they had four, yeah, five good seasons. Yeah, and you, so. you're talking uh, okay. about time pre me eh. watching it, so
0: so you're right. I can only yeah, I can only take, yeah. in, take in the years that I've watched it, but so yeah, I think you're probably right. But I I think maybe the we're at, we're at a stage now where they have they have the advertisement because of the more recent times more than any of the other of the really highly academic schools that are playing high level football or any football.
1: Yeah, I. They, they probably are. I You know, it's hard because I also think about, like, like what what do you do about the g- really good years that Franklin had in Vandy for a while? Like, those years were pretty good, uh, but not I, quite as good as the tops of Stanford. Right, pretty right. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know so, if anybody gets the peaks. Uh, I don't think anybody no, anybody's had peaks. the peaks are high. higher. Stanford's yeah. peaks are higher than... I mean, Elway alone right. puts them high. Anyway, yeah. So, anyways, that's yeah, that's true. That's fine. That's fair. Uh, All right, let's see. Kansas State beats Kansas in the big rivalry game, thirty-one to twenty-seven. Nice big win for Kansas State, who I think is well. We talked about all the different ways that teams could make it into the the championship game. So they're still they're still in it, and that's a big win, a big rivalry win. Yeah, I'm unfortunate.
0: I like. I'm always. I'm always a fan of Kansas State year over year. They just. They just always are fun for me to watch. I enjoy them being good, so I'm always gonna root for them. But I am a very big fan of, well, and this is going to be irrelevant for this particular game, but but I'm a very big fan of Bean and the things that he has gotten Kansas, the, the heights that he's gotten Kansas to over the last two years while he's been playing, you know, he's been filling in the role. Obviously, that doesn't matter for this particular game because he didn't play. It was called Ballard um, in the backfield for Kansas. But I just have really enjoyed watching Kansas be good at football, you know, and which doesn't happen that much. Um, it's yep. us- they're usually the the little brother in the Kansas-Kansas State scenario and, and they're usually bad in the big 12 overall so it's it's been cool to watch Kansas over the last couple of years um, be what they are especially in the ways that they've done it it's not it's definitely not been a traditional situation for them but uh, cool that Kansas State got it will Howard um, doing doing th- just will Howard and, and the whole Kansas State offense and defense just doing what they've just play their game week over week, and that's what this game was. They got everything done um, and, you know, get get the rivalry, get things. Maybe they can get themselves in the Big 12 championship game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. They still got it. They still got it in front of them. They don't have control their own destiny, but they got a shot at it, so good for them. Uh, Washington 22, Oregon State 20. Washington does not score a point in the second half in the rain in Corvallis but they did a win a big ugly win and you got to have those when you're undefeated yeah and this was <clears throat> this is the kind of game that even though even though
0: it looks ugly this is not really ugly because of the team that you're playing and look cor- like Core they jump around in Corvallis. They oh, yeah. especially with when they a, got a team. They got a team equipped like this, and and they have DJU in the backfield who's been playing himself pretty good. I don't know. Hopefully he looks like somebody else. Aiden Childs also threw some passes, so hopefully DJU is not hurt because of that. I don't. I didn't hear anything about that, so hopefully that's not the case. But but yeah, look, Oregon State came to play. They. The Washington, I, I think Washington just is the better team, so that's what got it done in the end. But Oregon State doing everything that they could have to to really share the tie. They would have loved to have it, have the win. But man, what a what a what a turnout! What a way to to have to to what a place to be at at this point in the season.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a big big win, and yeah, you just you got to have messy, rain-soaked win. I mean, you're gonna your your life's gonna be much more interesting when you join the Big Ten. So you got to be able to win. Some weather games, even if it's not cold weather games. Right. So uh a nice win there, big win for the uh potentially playoff bound Huskies. Uh Wisconsin gets to bowl eligibility twenty four to seventeen against Nebraska in overtime. Uh, those teams are really close and boy they ended up playing really close. Hey look and and shout out to both of these these two guys, Matt Rule, Luke Fickle,
0: are in I are in the the Dion camp of like What did what you know this year is gonna is gonna lead to potential potential for the next for the following years a lot I think it's how how we're gonna how people are going to feel good or bad about the nature of them, and I think Nebraska being a five-win team at this at this point, I think is a great situation for them. Yeah, um, and the same good thing for Wisconsin. Schools. I think Wisconsin, you know, even even though they're having to deal with an offense that, as a Wisconsin fan, you've not really had to deal with, you know, to watch it, you know, that you still got the feeling of Wisconsin football of I it. Mean, I think Luke Fickle's he's really. He's really starting to build some stuff there. I'm excited for both of these teams going into new era of Big Ten. You know, I don't think that they're going to be blowing people out, blowing people away, but the build is already starting. And both these teams look. I I don't want to say they look better, like significantly better than I thought that they were going to at this point. But I I think that they're they're very comfortable, and I think they're showing um, their potential with with uh, records like
1: this. Yeah, I think they look better than I thought they were going to look this season. I thought they were both going to be struggling this year. I hope the Wisconsin was going to be doing a little bit better because I thought their coaching staff was good, but I thought making a wholesale offensive change like this was just going to have some struggles. So uh, I think both of them, I'm giving them credit for being probably two games better than I really expected them to be, so uh, good for them. Uh, Texas ultimately wins fairly handily on the road at Iowa State twenty six to sixteen and again gives themselves an opportunity to play in the conference championship game.
0: Yep. Iowa State bowl eligible, um which we knew already, but just also cool. I didn't think that they were gonna have quite the I, I thought their year was gonna be a little a little less. I thought they were gonna be like a four team four win team, so cool that they're going bowling. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, they're uh they were supposed to be better than they were early, Lo- like losing at Ohio. That's a big L.
0: Right, and that's, you know, that's what Ohio love we were... fine. Yeah, that was the moment I was like, "Oh wow, it's gonna be a problem." Yeah,
1: getting blo- like they're, they're having a fine year. It, yeah, it's not fine. what they probably want to be, but they're fine. Yep. right. So, uh, all right, whatever. Uh, big win by LSU at home against Georgia State. Uh, Jane Daniels, big conversation around him if he should win the Heisman. He's having the best year as a quarterback, but their team has three losses. And so he's not getting as much credit as he needs to probably. And the other thing that's talking about, this is a quick aside, is, like, Caleb Williams is having a better year this year than he had last year, but his team is worse, and so he's not in the running for his, his Heisman. It's cr- it's crazy the way the Heisman works, just crazy. Yeah. Jane Daniels went off like a motherfucker, scoring a point per play passing with six touchdowns, like – that guy should probably win
0: the Heisman. Yeah, it's... I remember when Tebow was up for his second... For the second time. Um, and they were doing it like... I was watching the Heisman ceremony and they were having all of the, the previous Heisman guys um, come up and sort of talk about what the Heisman is and what it means or whatever. And, like, I, there was a bunch of really, you know, really old guys at the time and then and then we were getting closer to to more modern guys. And, like five of them throughout you know throughout all of the eras of college football (laughs) um kept being like and you got to be a winner and it just kept coming up over and over and I remember thinking to myself at the time because I wanted I really wanted to see somebody win too and Tebow was in that scenario but Florida wasn't winning in the way that they needed to for the other teams you know for the other guys who were up that year whoever it was and uh and, and I was like, when, once all those guys said it, I was like, he's not winning and he didn't win it. And so I think you're right. It's, it's unfortunate that the Heisman is, is that way, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if you, I don't know that I
1: think it's unfortunate. It yeah, just is. Yeah, it's, it's just, just the it, thing it just that is, is yeah, right? Yeah. And that's, and it Whatever. makes me,
0: it, it's the same. Like I, I almost, I was, I was posing this question to somebody, I can't remember. It might've been you. Um, about like is the Heisman just a quarterback award now and I went back in time and looked at it and it's kind of always been just because quarterback is so pivotal to just how football works. Same as the MVP
1: award you know, in the NFL. For sure. Here, you know? Just, it's that's just like, how
0: those things work out but you look through time and even even recently you know within the last 10 years and it's not just quarterbacks you know Devontae Adams is, gets his which was pretty great and then we had Ndamukong Suh who wasn't going to win it but it was part of the conversation that year and, and then you go it. back and see running backs and wide receivers so it's the Heisman you right i mean it just is um but this year it's it's unfortunate because there there is technically the the best athlete who should be getting that award but he's not going to get it because of the stipulations of the award which is a it's a bummer right
1: yeah yeah it just it just is kind of a thing that you have to know like you got to be great and your team has to win all right uh Georgia Tech and San Jose State both get their get eligible. Uh Georgia Tech beat Syracuse which then fired their coach Dina Babers uh who <clears throat> is a great first month of the year coach and sl- slid yep. down the happened last happened the last back year too for the yeah, year. Yeah. I don't know that you're going to be able to do a lot better no. there at Syracuse. They might have a bad time, but I yeah. guess you got to try. Just go knock,
0: so. on the, knock, knock on the basketball coaches' doors and ask them how they get people to go to the terrible city that is Syracuse, New York, and get people to play oh, there, and yeah. then maybe you can figure it out, but they're not going
1: to because it's you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, whatever. All right, let's go through week 13 real quick and, and get out of here. Uh, first off, we got the Egg Bowl on Thursday. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Ole Miss is a 10-point favorite. That game is always super Yeah,
0: Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, though.
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah, Egg yeah, Bowl so it's good times. That's the game, and they've decided to keep it on Thanksgiving, yeah, which is fun. fun. Uh, your Black Friday is kind of busy. Uh, leads off with Nebraska being a two-point favorite at home against wow. Iowa. Doesn't matter yeah. for anything for Iowa. Nebraska going for bowl eligibility, so it will be a big yeah, game for it's them. Be,
0: the Over-under is twenty six. Uh, I think the over under last, yeah, last week was 26. I think, the lowest I think it was 26 everything. and a half or something last week. And, and they did, okay. it, it went over, yeah. it was 28. So, <laughs> you know, I think it'll probably go. If, if Vegas yeah. thinks Nebraska's going to win this, then I think it's going to be another maybe 30 point total win game. But it's <laughs> very low.
1: It's a wild thing. I don't thing. know. I don't uh, know. It'll probably be windy out there. God. It'll be bad. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Notable game: uh, Oklahoma at TCU. You know Oklahoma's in the conversation for the conference yeah, championship. Just gotta get things so done. That's an important game. Should get do it. Nine and a half. Point. Yeah. Oklahoma's yep. nine and a half point favorite there. Yep. Uh, Tulane at UTSa as we mentioned earlier. That's a that's huge one. Awesome. Tulane's a three point favorite at home and a win and in game yep. for That'll them. Yeah, great game. Uh, and we also have Boise State at home against Air Force, six and a half point favorite, and another decider of the conference championship game. Yes, there. Be, and
0: I think it's going to be good, but you know, gotta, Air Force is going to have to come correct if they're going to want to if they're going to win on the blue.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, 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 they can't be playing Don't. like they were. They've Don't. been playing so. Uh, the very important Texas Tech at Texas game. Texas is a 13 point favorite. That's a big one for yeah, Big 12. Perfect. Uh, championship game. This is still Friday. Friday's crazy because Friday ends with Oregon at Oregon State. Civil War time and huge, huge just absolute monster of a game. Uh, Oregon's a thirteen and a half if, point If figure. it was
0: in Corvallis, I would. I don't. I think Oregon is is clearly the better of these two teams. But just because it's a rivalry, sure. Oregon State is as good as they've been this yep. year. That makes it so kind of anything can happen. Yep. The one the one reason why I'm not worried about Oregon lo- losing is because it's play. They're playing it in Alton. and you <laughs> And yeah, to exactly. Go, it's even though it's just a bus ride, I think it's like an hour and forty-five, an hour and thirty to get from Corvallis to Eugene. You know, that's not too bad. They've played, they've done this before. They, they know what it is. You know, the stakes are all the stakes. But you know, to play, I think or- Oregon in general is very good, and I think Oregon, regardless of year, is always better at Autzen. It just, it just rocks in the right way that makes things real uncomfortable for teams. And Bo Nix is Bo Nix. So even though I was talking all my shit earlier, he's still that guy. And Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and Oregon is developed outside of him as well, so I expect that they'll they'll do it. Thirteen and a half is a lot of points, though. I don't know if they cover that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: if it was if it was if it was at uh, in Corvallis, Oregon State fans would be right. Rabid. Would be nuts. It would you're, be absolutely bloodthirsty, right? and they don't get that opportunity. Right. That probably evens things out. And Oregon's playing for the right, universe. go right. they got so, to Uh them. Yeah. I think yeah. I think um, you skipped over it and, uh, and you, as
0: you should have because it doesn't mean anything and it's not going to go this way. But Mizzou goes to Arkansas yeah. to play. I only want to bring it up because sure. I could, we've we've talked about Arkansas a couple of times this year and I've, they've they've lost a lot of games, but a lot of games close. And I I could see that this be the game sure. that they knock Mizzou off just because they they finally put yeah. the pieces together, which I'm interested to see on Friday.
1: Arkansas is a top 25 team in defensive EPA. They have every opportunity to be able to to win a game, to drag a game to close and win it. They just haven't been able to do that consistently. But they have every ability to. And that's why the line is so close. Because they've got every ability yeah. So seven and a half. So I mean, seven and a half is not a close right. line, but it's not right, fourteen. Right. You know what I mean? Like if, if you thought it, it, the way that these teams are rated and how good Missouri's mm-hmm. offense and wide receiver crew is, you'd think Missouri's a twenty-point favorite, but they're not, and that's because Arkansas. You, yeah, right.
0: Good. A nine and two yeah. team against a four and seven Arkansas. You think for sure that's going to be fourteen points at least, but yeah, it should, yeah, yeah it it's
1: not, and that's, that's why. So. Uh, All right, let's see. Saturday, Saturday. SMU and that big win at home or big game that they need to play at home against Navy. They're an 18 point favorite. That's a big we need to win for a conference title. Uh, And that's happening at the same time. The game. Uh, is happening. Ohio State at Michigan, where Michigan is a three and a half point favorite. I, I'm just going to say it right now. I think Ohio State is the better team. I think, considering everything else that happens, not only does Ohio State win this, I think they win this by 10 plus. I think they win it, oh, it is. Like, like a 23 to 12 or a. Thirty-two, and I, also I think Ohio State is the best player on the on the field. Both of these defenses are more similar than I think than I think what people might want to think they are. And Harrison Jr. can get the ball whenever, right, or wherever. Right. So that's what yeah, I, think. I
0: mean it's he really feels I, I I I'm on the other side. I think Michigan gets it done, but Michigan has a lot of things working against him. Har- Harbaugh obviously not being there. Wait, wait, Harbaugh won't be though, right? He doesn't come back until after. Carla won't so be there. That's one yeah, thing. He will. He's he's not going to be able to be there until the conference right. time. And, and so that is one thing. But Michigan has shown that they can win without him. Um, not against this level of talent, but they have done that. Um, so it's possible. You go. Yeah, I mean, look. It's it's the big house. And if there's if there's a stadium that people know in college football, it's the big house. So. So to, oh, yeah. for anybody to walk into the big house and win, and especially in this rivalry uh, this year with these kind of stakes, it's going to be rocking in that wide open bowl of a stadium. So it's going to be huge. I think Michigan gets it done. Uh, but you're right, Marvin Harris Sheeran Jr. is the type of guy. He He's very – He's very Calvin Johnson in the NFL-esque, where you could just kind of throw a ball in his general direction as a quarterback and turn around and go go look for the next play, um, and you just worry it's not you're worried that he's gonna grab it, nobody else is gonna grab it, like he's just gonna be that guy. So that those are the those things working against Michigan probably makes it so you're the right you're right of the two of us, but I I think Michigan is more a total good team, but we'll see, and I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. So. Uh, let's see, um, a game that I'm just going to mention because it's happening that no one will watch: UConn at UMass. Uh, UConn <laughs> is a two and a half point favorite. Thank you, just, for, thank just you for calling. Just wanted to mention it because Oh yeah, it's, this is a
0: crazy. This is, there's yeah. going to be eight people in the stands. Yeah. This is going to be nuts. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, god awful, god awful. Uh, Louisville at home against Kentucky, big rivalry game. Louisville's a seven-point favorite. It's a big important yeah, game to win.
0: And Kentucky, Kentucky's bowl eligible, but I mean realistically, the only thing you have to play for this year is just yeah. to be your the other Kentucky team. Is this? So you might yep. you know, like to, to yep. do something. Is this? You know, so Louisville and we've you know Louisville's not, they're not perfect. So that's a six-win but you, Kentucky yep. team can get it done.
1: Vegas seems yeah. to think so too. Uh, probably the agreed. Yeah. Uh, probably the best game in the 1 p.m. uh chunk. Old Dominion at home against Georgia State. Old Dominion's a two and a half point favorite. Try to play for bowl eligibility. That'll be a solid one. Yeah, at that they time. just beat
0: uh georgia southern i believe and and that's the other and georgia state and mm-hmm. georgia southern are are kind of the same team they're not but you know they're very similar spots in yeah. Sun sunbelt and and kind of had similar feels throughout the throughout the year so all, you know old dominion could get one at home um but you know they'll and um, they want to be bowl eligible i'm sure uh so it'll be it'll be good watch more sunbelt
1: yeah uh, the Rocky Mountain Rivalry slash Duel in the Desert slash I don't remember what they're calling it. Utah at home against Colorado, at Utah's a twenty-two point favorite. And at the beginning of the season, and even through everything that we saw, you thought, "Oh man, Utah is going to put Colorado's nose in the dirt." Right now, I I think that they are win. I think that they're two scores better than Colorado. But would you fall over shocked if you woke up? If you watched that game and saw that Colorado won twenty-one to fourteen, would that shock you? I don't think it would Here's shock me. This is—I'm actually more
0: excited for this game than any other college football game that's happened all year. And the reason why is, when Dion got the job, a, f- a friend of mine, um, who, whoever's listening won't know, but I will I will say, my friend Matt, he—he he said that for sure. That Colorado beats Utah this year. He was like the Colorado, Utah at the end of the year always uses loses one silly, or you know they always have one weird sure. one. Dion's there, the hype is there. He's like for sure. So of uh, 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 our my other friend, um, his name's TJ. He he was like that's absurd. I don't know what you're talking about. That like like just shut up. And and Matt goes no I. I'll bet you money. And they bet like, I think $150 on Colorado. <laughs> right? That's so much money. That's, it's, it's an insane Ooh. amount of money. And this was before the season had started. Ooh. This was right. Mm. This is an insane amount of money to put on. Exactly. Colorado At any point during the season. And this happened before, before the TCU, before anything had happened. Mm. The only thing that happened was Dion got mm, the crazy. job when this bet was made. And I was like, I could not be more excited. Now, since that mm. time there, I, I, I think what what happened in that in that context was uh Utah getting their getting just handled in Arizona, and Matt now believes that Utah yeah. will be Really coming with the with the flames because they want to you know sort of get their mojo back and that will make it so that they can beat up. Oh, so he's he's afraid now. Yes, he's very very afraid, which honestly (laughs) makes me even more excited to watch this game. So it's going to be good. But but look, Vegas—it's a 22 points. You know, Utah's 22 point favorite. It's in Salt Lake City. Utah is you know, just coming off a, an absolute ass whooping. They want to just clean things up to get done with this year and and start to feel good about next year. And they, yep. know, they know they have rising coming back. They want to just you know have a good taste in their mouth uh, prior to the bowl season and just get through things. I think that Utah gets it done, but I think Vegas does too. But I am too excited about this game. That means
1: nothing for no reason. Yeah, it means nothing. Yep. Uh, another game that means nothing that I'm excited for, and I might turn on ESPN Plus just for it, is the Battle of Louisiana. Uh, UL Monroe uh, travels to Cajun Field in Lafayette to face UL. Uh, UL is a 12-point favorite. This this doesn't mean anything to anyone except UL probably wants to get the win, um, and I'm a, I'm a Warhawks fan, yeah. as it were. Um, just a notable game that... Might be worth turning on if nothing else is going on in that 1 to 2 p.m. Rivalry fives. Because you got a little bit of – yeah, yeah. You've got – here's the thing. You do have something going on in that window that you should be watching, which is San Jose State at UNLV. UNLV playing for a crazy season, absolute ahead-of-schedule season, and Mountain West Championship game appearance. And if I was in Utah, I really might have considered driving down on Thanksgiving – or on the Saturday to go to that game, I really would yeah, have considered it. It's a game worth driving to, goodness. Yeah, Arizona travels to Arizona State and Tempe. Arizona is a ten and a half point favorite. They really want to get that win. They have a opportunity to still play in the conference championship game if a bunch of things happen. Um, still, I think so because I think they only have two losses in conference, and so if org if Oregon loses they've got a shot so they got something yeah, to play and, for and i will say the sentiment
0: that i have that i've gotten over the course of the time that that i've lived here in tucson is that arizona arizona knows that that football isn't their game they understand that and i would think arizona state also knows that as well but uh, um Arizona really I think if Arizona goes in and just womps on Arizona State, which is likely what's gonna happen. I, I it's only a ten and a half, but I see I think Arizona probably wins by three touchdowns or something, just God, I would yeah. think too.
1: That like, line is really close. I think maybe just because it's a rivalry yeah, game on the road, yeah. but but it's not that bad. But that seems like a too close a I've line. Been,
0: I went to I went to the Arizona mm-hmm. against Washington game, and I went to the Arizona mm-hmm. against Utah game, and the fans mm-hmm. in that stadium were sig- significantly less excited about both of those teams walking into their stadium and winning mm-hmm. and being close in the first and winning the second one than they and they're going to be exceedingly more excited about beating the shit out of the Sun Devils. That's all they care about, even. No, it
1: means nothing. Yeah, to that's fair. Security. Yeah, no, I yeah. think it matters. I mean, that's especially when you're having yeah. a good season. That's right, what really matters, right? You want you want mm. to beat your bad in-state rival you do. when you're, you're good, really do. because you can carry that yeah. for yeah, a while. Just keep talking that yeah. trash. Yep. Uh, Arkansas State travels to Marshall. Marshall's looking for bowl eligibility. Marshall's a two and a half point favorite at home. Uh, which is a indefinitely more interesting game, I think, than the Iron Bowl will be, where Alabama's a 14-and-a-half point favorite on the road at
0: Yeah, Auburn. it's going to be, I mean, it, I, there's a lot of these we've talked about, just the rivalry nature of it means it's going to be a closer. I don't see this one being close. I think Auburn's going to get the, get the yeah. pants beat off of them. Alabama's in their, in their end-of-the-year sh- real flow flow state right yep. now, so they're going to beat yep.
1: the pants off Auburn, I, yep. I, I think. Flow so. state is right. Low status is right. Uh, BYU travels to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a 17-point favorite. App State is an 8.5-point favorite at home against Georgia yeah. Southern. Uh, James Madison is a 9-point favorite on the road at Coastal Carolina. All of those games, super yeah, meaningful. I mean, just,
0: yeah, that's going to be a great – I'm excited for that, just that part of the day because yeah, so it's so good chunk. To just flip to games when you have a commercial in one or whatever. It's going to be fun.
1: Yep, that's a good chunk. Uh, Let's see, Virginia Tech travels to Virginia Rivalry game there Virginia Tech's only a three-point favorite So that's a tight little punch-in-the-mouth game Same as Wisconsin at Minnesota Where Wisconsin's a two-point favorite Another cute little punch-in-the-mouth game And Jacksonville State at New Mexico State Where Jacksonville State's a two-point favorite Again, neither of these teams are really playing for anything But it's just two quality football teams
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, th- this would be another, this is kind of another part of the, of the day that it'll just be nice to, just to have, have on, um, Virginia Tech, Virginia game might be more interesting than, than I would have thought. Um, just, I mean, it doesn't, Virginia Tech's trying to get bowl eligible, um, and is just bad, but I think Virginia has been okay enough that they could beat their, you know, beat, beat Tech in the rivalry, which would be kind of fun, so. Oh, yeah, look at those
1: games. Yeah, Virginia's looked gamey in a few yeah. games this year. They could have fallen off, and they didn't. They looked yeah. gamey, so. Um, Apple Cup, Washington State at Washington. Washington's a 16 and a half point favorite. I think we're in the same situation as uh, Oregon State. Oregon, the the better team is at home. So even though it's a rivalry game, you expect the better team to win. I
0: agree with that. I mean, it's it's hard. Just in the way Wazoo's gotten to this point, yeah. It's going to be, t- it would yeah, be hard for me to think there. But, look, Washington has been shaky at times. So
1: like, have all, They've um, been some shaky. They could get dragged down by a Washington State game if it's a weird rivalry right. but game. But I, I, sure. I can't imagine. Yeah, uh, Florida State is only a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the to road look, at no Florida uh, ooh, ooh, for ooh. that big rivalry game. But, yeah, oh, no Travis. I don't, I don't even know what yeah, to think about problem, that game. I don't know what to think. Does their backup come in and look great and all their other talent wins? It's what should happen, but could it? Could
0: that not happen? Yeah, and even on an off year, I assume the Swamp is going to be rocking, so not an easy one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nope, not at all. Uh, rivalry game. Notre Dame is a twenty-six point favorite on the road against Stanford. Notre Dame, three-loss season is disappointing, but they're they a good really football
0: are. team, so they should handle. Yeah, hit a lot I of think you. if you're a Notre Dame fan, I, I just I've said it a bunch of times, but I really enjoy Freeman. Um, I'm, ex- I'm it's cool to me that Notre Dame really just went in house and they got a guy that they that they love to just keep and a guy that loves the university and has been there for a long time and and wants to keep and wants to make Notre Dame good and bring them back to the promised land I don't it does he have the coaching of talent to do that yet to be said um, but what they will get is a consistent team if if this trend keeps going if they were good year one they're better than I thought they were going to be year one and they've been you know eight and three if you had said this to my week two self I would have been like Tope, yep yep that, I think that's for Notre Dame I think that's fine for Notre Dame so um, I hope that they, they get another win I think they will Stanford's not very good at all um so hopefully you get to nine wins in a yeah. year and, and freeman gets to keep this experiment going further
1: yeah i mean it's it's hard to think that you have to move on from a coach that keeps your team about 20 in relevancy but i also could feel like i also could say you know what if he has another year like this he's on the hot seat at notre dame because that's the way I mean, yeah because yeah, notre dame right? wants to be like this this may not make them the playoff if they look like this next year right, that's right, a problem right. and they, Notre Dame is going to expect to be an at-large in the playoffs. Yeah, everybody. seriously.
0: And, like, with these coaches running around getting these crazy contracts and stuff, like Lincoln Riley going to USC and obviously the Michigan stuff that's going on and, and all this stuff. Like, you know, I think Notre Dame wants to be that. T- they want to be Texas. They want to be these teams, I'm, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, it's hard to be mad at, at this type of winning that they're doing. Because even when Brian Kelly was there, they weren't s- that much better than this. Like. It wasn't significant. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> they had a couple seasons when they were one right. loss or two. Like like look, they haven't they haven't had the, the really good Kelly years where he would right. make the playoff, right. right? Like Kelly had a couple of those and, and I don't know if Freeman can't I, I think you're probably those. right. I don't and, think he can either, but Right. And, but but because the twelve team playoff is he doesn't have right. to have those, but he can't miss the playoffs right. two years right. in a row. Right. Just can't. That then you get fired at Notre Dame if you miss the playoff two years in a row. So I think that's the problem there. Um, let's see rivalry games of some note. Well, South Alabama plays Texas State in a close six-point game, six-point uh, line game. or South Alabama is a favorite, should be a solid game at the six p.m. hour uh, yeah. to watch. Fourth and down, Sun football. Yeah, uh, you've got Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson's a seven-point favorite. You've got Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia's a twenty-four-point favorite. Uh, and North Carolina plays in, at the, on the road against NC State, where North Carolina is a two and a half point favorite. Um, those should all be not should all be some of those will be decent games to watch. Georgia should flatten Georgia Tech, yeah. to but what an interesting <coughs> thing if they got a, if they stole a win there, which nobody is talking like nobody is talking like there's even a shot for Georgia Tech to win that game, which is just every so often the kind of game they've won, they've mm-hmm. done that before, and <coughs> so can't sad. sleep on it. But uh, that, that would, would, be, would be crazy. That would, that would, be uh, me- face, that
0: would f- melt the face of college football. That would be nuts.
1: Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Georgia loses that game but still beats Alabama. They probably are still, like, the top it's one true. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's, laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's weird. weird. It's yeah, weird how be, that would work out. I don't I want to think about it. My brain know, is already tired. Yeah,
0: But the NC State-North uh, Carolina game is my favorite of, of those games to, to round out. The, the
1: yeah. Game. Yeah, UCLA is a nine-point favorite home against Cal. Um, most of the other games don't really have a lot of relevance. Fresno State at San Diego State, Carlos yeah. at Hawaii, uh, Wyoming at Nevada. Um, you know, just some games that will be in, interspersed with some of the big ones. Yeah, so here we go, big week. It's really going to really determine what, the, what, we're, what kind of uh, things we could have at the end of the season, who's in conference championship games. We're going to have some things probably go down to computers, uh, is it gonna it's be gonna be
0: crazy crazy and this and how we talked this whole this whole episode just makes me more excited just the scenarios that are happening within the conferences are going to be fun i'm excited to see how the big 12 shakes out um you know travis being gone for florida state makes things crazy so we're we've been the 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 playoff decided that to end the four year, uh, the four team era. It really ended on a bang, and I'm excited about that. It makes me very. It's going to leave a great taste in my mouth as we move into the ultimate scenario of the 12 teams. So, we're getting close. I'm a little sad about it, but I'm also very excited.
1: Yeah, quite honestly, I think the only way you get a team that's not deserving is somehow Louisville goes in. And I don't even mean they're not deserving in a grander sense. I just mean that would be the the one week That would be the weirdest one. That just got in because circumstances just worked out. Other than that, you're going to have four quality teams, and that's awesome. So I'm excited for it. So uh, everybody have a nice Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk back at you next week.